All right, everybody. Hello. This is the Talking Games Podcast, and it's some date in some year. Uh, not really important, because what we're talking about today is Game of the Year 2017. Yes, it's February of 2018, but we are going to talk a lot about the games of 2017 uh, for a bunch of hours. Um, welcome to our patrons watching live, um, and... Uh, uh, we are excited to... You're going to get the whole thing in one video. Uh, this I'm probably going to split this up between two podcasts because I imagine this is going to be like a three and a half, four hour long endeavor we got going on here. So um, we are going to be going down uh, a bunch of categories um, and then we're going to be whittling down a large list of games to a list of 10 games and then ordering those 10 games in the order in which we uh, deem them. And uh, that will be our... Game of the year, whatever finishes number one. So that's what's going on with all of this. Um, we haven't done categories in a couple of years on this show, so I just want to run down really quick what happens with categories. Um, with categories, we are we have um, sort of short lists for each of these uh, these categories we've picked out. Uh, we're gonna whittle down those uh, to five for each, and then we are gonna vote in a weighted ballot system to see what wins the category. So, for instance. If we have five entrants for best style, which is one of our categories, um, we will all vote and basically give our top choice five points, our second place choice four points, three, two, one, and whatever gets the most points between all of us ends up winning that category. It's how do things on talking comics for years, um, and we did the we did we did ballots way back on this um, categories, but we haven't done that in a couple of years. Uh, game of the year, though, the top 10 will work the same way it's worked, which is we're going to going to just whittle a list of down to 10 games, and then we're going to order it, and there's not going to be a vote on it. It's going to it's going to be just us figuring out what we can rank in the top 10. Um, so that's probably going to get a little more contentious than the, than the, than the rankings list. Nah, I'll um, be fine. Uh, I have a laptop on my lap right here, which we're going to... I have... Our Google Docs open, and we're going to whittle this stuff down. Um, Justin, can, you, can that camera point any farther down? Yeah, sure. Um, I want to see your crotch just, soon. It's just a little bit of our. Uh, God, I don't think I can go very far, much farther down. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, that's all right. We're kind of like news readers. Like we don't know if anybody on this show has legs. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, we just have a very weird, like, just our torso thing going on. Uh, so anyway. Um, I am, I should, I should say, I should say who's here. Uh, Justin Townsend is here. Hi, hey, that I'm guy? new to podcasting. Glad to be here. Yeah. It's, uh, this unknown guy we're bringing him on. We're testing him out. Um, Hugh Perry. Hi. Kelsey Lavati. Hello. And Matt Wood. Ladies and gentlemen. Hi. Okay. All right. This is Matt's <laughs> first game of the year, ages. by the way. Yeah. This is Matt's yeah. first game of the year. G-O-T. It's, it, it's Hugh and Kelsey's second. So yeah. we'll see how see Veterans. what they've learned in the in in the year since we did this last. Um, yeah, so we're gonna get this underway because we got a lot of games to talk about. Um, I have a list of categories in front of me. We're just gonna run down them, um, and we're gonna see what we can get done um, in in this first episode. So uh, some some let's say some ground rules um, for the most part. Uh, we will. When talking about the games, it is always best to try to just speak positively about the game that you are speaking about and not try to tear down the game that you are comparing it to. Um, the, we, we will get there, trust me, but to start out with, um, it's always best to try to talk positively about why you think this game deserves to make it 
Um, and then once we get down to the nitty gritty, we'll get more into the why does it deserve to get over this other game. Um, we will try to keep it as civil as possible. Um, and uh, once we have um, sort of the the five people who want to sort of make a, a, a impassioned plea why one of them should win will have will have their chance to give their closing arguments so to say so also speak. this is you're entering spoiler territory oh yeah definitely if you yes. care about that yeah from here on out we're going to be spoiling the hell out of these games things will be spoiled um so if we're talking about a game even if we're not talking about best story at the time or something there's a very good chance we're going to spoil the game at some point so just beware of that it's full spoiler warning always uh right now um we're definitely not gonna go out of our way to do it but it's probably gonna happen so just get ready for it um all right okay this did a weird thing all right good it's off to a good start okay so we're gonna start with best style uh category so best style which we definitely did not steal from giant bomb absolutely not um best style is basically a amalgamation of um the game's looks, it's music, it's it's vibe, it's dialogue, it's characters, whatever. It's the it's the full package. It's the the style the game has, and and you know it, it it's not necessarily a place for the best looking game to win, but it doesn't mean that the best looking game also couldn't win in this category. And this is it's it's, it's a much more of a feeling one, which is, I think is a good one to start with because we got to get be able to talk on sort of not um, scientifically about these things. Um, so I'm gonna run down our short list for best style. Uh, we've got Cuphead. Arms, Splatoon 2, Night in the Woods, Steam World, Dig 2, Golf Story, Mario plus Rabbids, Kingdom Battle, Tokyo 42, Persona 5, Prey, Hollow Knight, and Sonic Mania. Um, before we uh, go on, was there anything I wanted to add to the list before we go on? No. No? Okay, just making sure. Uh, I just want to make sure, because we don't. I don't want to leave anything out, just because we somebody forgot to put it on the list before we, we sat down here. All right, so... Generally, how this stuff goes is uh, we kind of just go around and say, like, okay, what, uh, what do we want to cut from this list? What can we cut? Um, and if nobody has any strong objections to cutting something, we're just going to cut it off the list. So if something gets brought up that you think belongs in this category that we're going to cut, make sure you speak up and, and talk about it. All right. So, um, Justin, I'm going to throw the ball to you first. What do you think uh, doesn't belong on this list? I could take off two things. Well, you could take off one thing, okay? Oh, man, but I could take off two. <laughs> all right. My t- I could take off two that I added. Make life easy for us. But all right, so I'll, I'll just take off the first one is Tokyo 42. Okay. Um, which is this really cool isometric top-down uh, game where you are in a future Tokyo where you can't die. Um, and it's just got this, like, kind of cyberpunky neo version of Tokyo with mm-hmm. these little sprites running around. And you're jumping from building to building. It's like a GTA thing. It's really cool. It has a great style, great pixel art, um, but it's not going to hang on this list. All right. So Tokyo 42. Easy. See? Nice and easy. This is how it's all going to go. Everyone's going to agree. It's gone. It's not, we're not going to have any arguments about anything. Um, Do you take it off? Yes. Yeah, I, okay. I took it I'm off. I took it off already. Sure. I took it off already. Um, Kelsey, why don't you nominate a game to cut off this list? <laughs> um... The only one I don't know is SteamWorld Dig 2. So I'll nominate it, but I okay. could be persuaded. All right. Um, I'm a big fan of SteamWorld Dig 2. I think it looks great. I think it has a cool style. I don't necessarily think it's it's a top five in this in this category. Am I the only one who played through SteamWorld Dig 2? I, I, I've played it, but not 
like through. Um, I I agree. It's like it oozes cool. Um, mm. It's got a great aesthetic, but I think given the other games in this category, I I don't think it can really hang with a lot of them, to be honest. Yeah, I I think it, yeah. No, I don't think it's gonna be a top five. So off. Um, Hugh, up to you. Mm, I am going to probably annoy Matt and say Sonic Mania. I can defend it, so. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not yeah. saying I disagree. It, it it hasn't got plenty of style, but again, I don't think it... In terms of what these other games on, on this list do, and their overall sort of look, feel, music... Um, gameplay. I don't know. I like. I, I could kind of see. I could kind of see Sonic Mania sticking around in style. Yeah, I could. I, I, it, Sonic Mania. Like it, you look at that game and it like that plus like Studiopolis's music. Yeah. Like that thing. That thing has a look and feel to it. it I don't. I don't love like, the look and feel, but it's well, it's there. It's like for example, like some of the bonus levels like incorporate like that Sonic CD look, which is you know just something that. That kind of weird 3D polygon look is, you know, just such a weird kind of thing to incorporate into that. And, like, they just fully embrace it. And, like you said, that combined with the music. And I, I, don't, I think Sonic Mania is a very solid, stylish package, especially when it's trying to capture what it's trying to capture. I, 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 I do agree with that. I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not ragging on it by any means. Mm. It's, a, it's like... It does. Hugh, you hate Sonic Mania. Just say it, okay? You hate it. I hate you, Bobby. You wanted to die in a fire. I think. Yes. I just think that. Well, there's enough. I think there's enough um, sort of objection to it where we're not going to cut it yet. We're going to keep it uh, for right now. I don't know if it's top five, but we're going to keep it for right now. Fine. Um, I'm going to say. Um, I'm going to say Golf Story off this list. Um, I like Golf Story a lot. It has a cool eight. You know, eight bit, sixteen bit pixel art style, but it, it, there's no, there's nothing super stylish about Golf Story. It's just sort of like it's supposed to look like a Game Boy Advance Super Nintendo golf game, and it does look like that. But I don't think that anything about it really screams best style to me. Um, so, is anybody anybody have any objections to me cutting it no. off this list? Okay. I got it already. You already got it off this list. Mm -hmm. All right, Justin. You're taking things in your own hands. Matt, why don't you uh, nominate something? All right. To uh, Hugh, what do you love? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> your mama. I, I, well, <laughs> she, she doesn't belong on this list. Um, <laughs> I would say uh, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle, just because it looks like Mario, it looks like Rabbids. But, you know, not fully invested in the game. But that's, it's where I'm at. Uh, it Look, if Mario Odyssey doesn't even make the short list, I don't see why Mario plus Rabbids does. So please, someone make the argument. Well, somebody could have added Mario to this list if they wanted to. But I, I get that, but I don't feel like, <laughs> I, I would not have. That's what I'm right, saying. Right, no, 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 I agree with you. No, I, agree I, with you. I, I put, I put Rari, uh, Mario Rabbids on yeah. there just because it's such a weird amalgamation Amalgamation. Say that word. Uh, amalgamation. Right. Thank you. <laughs> of uh, those two completely differing things, and they pull off a weird thing with it. Um, but yeah, like I'm totally fine with it going on this list. It's not strong enough to hang with the rest. Yeah, I mean, I think it has a very cool style. Yes, for sure. sure. I, and I think that like the I like I really like the music and I like the way they like change up like the 
the classic sort of like Donkey Kong or whatever themes and bring it and, and like modern them up and do crazy stuff with them. Um, and I like like the tilt shift sort of look to like the world. Um, but I don't think that it's like, it's not best style. No, no, Luigi not, has a not. fucking gun in it. That's pretty stylish, right? That is yeah. very stylish and cool. Um, so let's, uh, I'm going to 86 Mario and Rabbids off of here. Oh, geez. Now this is a tough list. Um, yeah. So uh, we're back around to you, Justin. <laughs> I believe. Hollow Knight. I I can't see Hollow Knight going and Prey staying. Oh, Prey has such a good like I Prey like I know you look at Prey and you're like, okay, first person shooter in the space station. But the world of Prey is, like, I think one of its selling points. It has a cool world for sure, but like I don't when it, when you think of Prey, you think it's like other than like the beginning where there's titles on uh, no, on I'm the a, but, air. but even that like you walk around you walk around that 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 space station and like it has a look and like in the same way that like Bioshock did, like mm-hmm. if you walked around Bioshock's world, you're like this is unique. Like I, I haven't seen anything like that. And Prey kind of captures that. Like the artwork hanging in the halls in Prey, you can buy on like high ends art websites. Like and just the way that the good. what. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not good. I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying like it's very artistic. I agree with you. It's got like it, it, it's 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 that game has a like a style more than most shooters do by a wide margin. And I do agree with you, but I'm, not, I'm, I'm not, but I honestly want to ask you, and this is just me asking you. Prey looks really. It has a really good look to it. But what about the other elements of it? Good music. Good music. It's got good music. Um, as far as like. It's menu systems, like no, it's menu systems aren't anything to like jump up and down about. Well, yeah, uh, which is what, like, yeah, but like a lot of like like yeah. you look at Persona, like Persona well, is, is like if, if this was best menus, Persona would win. Yes, all but like award. that oh, that will add to style as well. <laughs> yes. Like, I just think I think Prey has a look and feel about it that doesn't fly in best looking, but like when you look at the game as a whole and like what they were like what art style they were going for. Um, it would hit in this category, but if nobody else feels strongly about it, that's I fine. I mean, that's a but, good, that's a very good. Is the discussion about to be prey right now, or is it about a Hollow Knight still? It's about prey. It's about prey. Okay, okay, all right. It switched. <laughs> I switched. I said, <laughs> okay, all right. Screw all you. Right. And now it's about like prey. all these games are like to me are incredibly stylistic. Mm-hmm. Um, Top five. It, it's not. It's not going to hang with the rest of these. I, I realize that, but it, like it deserved at least. I'll let it go. It deserved to be at least talked about for a it, bit. It I deserves mean, recognition, yeah, but I just don't yes, think it's don't. got like um, like anything to me from the... Sp- I, or I played maybe a couple of hours of it, um, so I might not be the best person to talk about it, but to me there was nothing in it that when it... What I saw and what I heard from that game that made me go, whoa, this is like really unique and like stand out to me, even though it does what it does very well. So Also, does it have... Style. Yeah, no, it doesn't have it doesn't have the Gersman style. <laughs> you know, um, that's what you got. At least, think. at least not to that degree. Yeah, no, exactly. I know what you um, mean. I know what you mean. So fine, we could we could take off prey. Okay, I'm also willing to. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, if this was my list, uh, Hollow Knight would make it. But I don't think anybody else has any really strong feelings about Hollow Knight other than me. I I, I, I like I the look. I like the color palette of Hollow Knight quite a bit. Yeah. Actually, it's got really cool music. It, you know, it's got a very like. It's got a very honed and developed style to it. You know, everything looks of a piece and everything. And I'm, 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 I'm going to do something bug. radical here. I'm going to say, like, how... Because there's there's a couple of games... 
there's really three games on here that I think are, I'm not sure if they're going to make it. And then there's like already, I think four that I'm pretty certain are going to be on this list. I think we're really arguing about one spot here yes. uh, for, for, for the final one. I mean, I, I think, let me just see if anybody ever agrees. Does anybody think Cuphead is not going to make this list? I think it should make the list. Okay. Does anybody think Splatoon 2 is not going to make this list? I can argue against Splatoon 2. For, for style. I know. I, I get it. I'm it's sorry. That, a... that should be on the list for me. Okay. Yeah, like okay. I think Hollow Knight's really cute. Yeah, I... Go ahead. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I think... <laughs> like, I'm talking about Splatoon. Like, just be quiet for 10 seconds. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I think Hollow Knight's super cute, and I think aesthetically, I would have really enjoyed it if I played it. But I think there's something about like all the colors and the music and the way that Splatoon uses all that together that I feel like it deserves to be on the list. But I like I, I'm not sure. I don't know if people Cal- agree. It's gonna make the list. Here's what no, I'm okay. saying. I, I'm I saying, agree with you, Cassie. I think, let me just say, I think Cuphead makes this list. I think Splatoon 2 makes this list. I think Night in the Woods makes this list. And I think Persona 5 makes this list. Agreed. That sounds about right. I think those four are pretty much shoe-ins for the list. So I think we're really talking about ARMS, Hollow Knight, and Sonic Mania for the number I, th- the number five spot. I, it, ARMS, can we talk about it? We can talk about ARMS. Yeah. I, I, ARMS is my big battle for this list. Uh, okay. Like, right. if, there's one, if there's one category that ARMS should fit in... It's this one. Kelsey just rolled her eyes. <laughs> That's great. Kelsey can do what she wants. Um, uh, like the look and feel of that game. Like take aside, take aside whether or not it's very one note. Like you look at the character designs. Uh, you look at the stages. You look at the music. Even the menu designs are like have like a bit of style like with them. But man, like those character designs are fantastic. They really are. I, I think I'm, Matt disagrees. Go ahead, Matt. I'm. I'm. I'm, I, I'm the, like. I'm. I love the music of Arms a lot. I'm not quite with you on the character design, like the Helix guy and Coil fella and friends. Like I, I Oil fella, who's Oil fella? Coil, 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 coil oh. Springman. Yeah, there you go, that guy. I uh, there are a lot of things. I, I I look at Arms and I see a lot of missed opportunities, uh, and I'm not talking gameplay. I'm talking, I like the aesthetic of ARMS, but I feel like they could have done a little bit more with some of the de- designs of those characters. Have you seen some of the DLC characters that have come out of that thing? That, to be fair, I haven't, no. Except the, was... the, the boss at the end of the game. I, 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 I mean, I know he's DLC now. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. his name? Max Steel? Max Steel. Yeah. Um, but what no, about, not Max what Steel. about this music, though? The music is top notch. <laughs> oh, this is so good. I mean, like to me, I like I'm not, Matt. I have no idea what you're saying about the characters. Like, I if I, I it's gonna it's gonna be like a personal choice thing. But the design of those guys, like freaking every time I look at Springman, I'm like, did they look at toothpaste and then think that his hair would look good as toothpaste? Because they're right, it did. <laughs> uh, Mechanica right. um, is you know like. I always think of Diva when I look at her. Mm. Um, Helix is is a nightmare blob man. Yeah, yeah. Freaking bite and bark. It's like a man in his police yeah. dog. Yeah. Like, okay. All right. I, I forgot about bite and bark. I've got to say, <laughs> the, 
out of these games that were left, it was Sonic Mania and Arms that were the two that were like the contentious ones for me, and I think Arms edges it for my liking. Because I, I just cut, think... I cut uh, Hollow Knight by the way. I, I I just don't think that there's like the support for it, and I I don't have the passion for it that yeah that I'm, I... that you have for Arms or the thing Matt has for Sonic. So I don't want to. I'm not part of this this but... battle. I can just remember like playing arms with you, Justin, when it first came out and just like I can remember being like wowed by the look and just like like the music in that game is really, really cool. One um, of the girls has ramen for arms. Yeah. Like I, I her will, stage is a big ramen bowl. <laughs> like, come on. I will compromise on this. I can let ARMS go over Sonic only because ARMS is something new and fresh, okay. whereas Sonic is, uh, to an extent, you know, it's, 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 it's done before. It does a lot of things different with those assets, uh, which I find incredibly interesting. But ARMS is... It's different, like yeah, like like uh, the 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 character that's in, in the, like the giant robot and stuff like that. Like that's that's it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I think that's where my my thing about Sonic Mania lies is that the fact that like it does really cool things with <sighs> yeah. stuff we've seen before, um, and I I don't want to like belittle that game in any way because it was like. It's Sonic as, in my eyes, Sonic should be. It's fantastic. But I just think in terms of, out of that and arms, a game that sort of when I played it for the first time, I was like, shit, this is cool. Um, Arms takes it for me. Just before we kill Sonic, you know, when that game was announced and I saw like the first like trailer for it, let me tell you, I have not been excited about a Sonic the Hedgehog game since like Sonic and Knuckles, like, you know, they, they released like Sonic the Hedgehog four, like, I guess, Oh my God, 10 years ago now. It was terrible. Uh, Yeah. And then even with that style, I was kind of like, no, it's not quite it. It's not quite right. As soon as I saw Sonic uh, mania, I I thought, holy shit, there's no way they were able to pull this off. Mm -hmm. And then they did. Um, Yeah. And it's, it's a really interesting, like, the title when he comes out of his logo, it, it's one of those cases of they they couldn't do that on a Genesis, but could, maybe they could have. It, it just kind <laughs> of it really does blur that line of like, like, uh, like, like, like. It's hard to tell the difference between like could they have done this then or is this stuff that they could have only done now uh, sometimes uh-huh. in that game. And I think that's really really cool because it's it's uh, you know it's hard to pull off subtlety sometimes. Right. Yeah. I mean, and again, I think we're we're going to talk about Sonic Mania a few more times during these sure. discussions, and there, I think there is going to be probably even better categories for it going mm-hmm. forward in some of our other categories. Yeah, there won't be for Arms. So I'm going to know. I think Arms has a fair shot at music, but this I, is the I, it, this yes. it of Arms. This is the it of Arms. Uh, so I'm cutting Sonic Mania. So that means that our our five nominees are Cuphead, Arms. Splatoon 2, Night in the Woods, and Persona 5. Um, so, uh, and I will say too, for the people listening, um, we're going to put these ballots up for people to fill out. So, um, and we'll give you guys like a couple of weeks to, to vote and then we'll have a, we'll announce the fan winners as well. But, um, so basically what I want us to do now is we have these, we have these five, we've really 
really talked about one of them in any sort of in-depthness because I had to fight for the list. Um, Does anybody here feel strongly about one of them winning and wants to make like an, an argument for them because i want to i want us to make sure we talk about the games we love the most too not just the games that are the fringe games um um on these lists so um uh i can tell you that you know in in my head um persona 5 is like the reason for a category like this to exist because uh it's not the best looking game in the world like it, it the visuals are fine they're cool um but th- they're not top of the line um but the way the visuals integrate with some amazing music, uh, really just over the line, great music that's also super stylish. Um, uh, and the way that every little bit of the game has some sort of touch on it to make it unique or stand out from other things, like the like the victory screen, uh, the way the, the the victory screen is designed in a way that is just oozing like coolness, you know the the from the music to the way it animates um you know even the way that you navigate the world like like justin was saying the menus um the menus are amazing like they're they're, you don't see menu design like that in in most games most games are utilitarian in the way they design menus because they're built to just move through fast and to get you where you need to go um and persona while i think they're still very they make still make a lot of sense are just are oozing with little touches that make them so interesting to look at and, and pleasing to the eye. And, and I feel like um, that goes to the character designs, to the, the world design, to everything, to, way, to the way that the, the, uh, you know, the, the, the heart, the mind palaces look um, are, are, all, are all different and, and unique. And every time you get a new persona, there's something weird and, and amazing about it. And, and I just feel like, it is it is why this category exists, and, and um, when I think of style in a video game, I think of Persona Five. So that's that's my that's my pitch for Persona. Did anybody have a, a game they want to like make a pitch for here? I would say you could like everything you just said for Persona, and I maybe outside the menus because this isn't isn't a sort of menu system heavy game. You could easily apply to Cuphead and probably even argue that Cuphead does it better. I think that for um, a game made by a small handful of people to look that good and the soundtrack to that um like don't get me wrong persona soundtrack is awesome like i listen to it like on rotation when that game was out and i still do now and then but cuphead soundtrack is phenomenal like it's unique it's original um it's just got this really cool old school sort of jazz feel to it and the animation in that game and the way they um the way they realize the aesthetic in that world was just so incredibly well done. And when you consider that everything in that game was ha- like hand drawn and for it to play so well and for all the characters to be designed so brilliantly, like the, the different, like the bosses 
all do crazy and unique things. The levels are all like really, really distinct, and the the even down to like the backgrounds is you, you know, for example, the one fight where you're fighting the two frogs. There's so much going on in the background of that scene because you're kind of like in a bar, and there's just you're fighting these these two frog dudes, at, but there's just like you know a bar scene behind you with people sat at tables and you know watching the fight go on. Um, and I I just think like whilst Persona is a brilliant achievement in like video game design, um, I think Cuphead for what what it is and where it comes from deserves a hell of a lot of like kudos um and i just think that um in terms of originality and um just being something fresh and new i think cuphead for me slightly edges it in terms of style yeah, I mean, I would. I don't disagree with anything you're saying about Cuphead. Cuphead is beautiful, but uh, my only knocks against not knocks against it, but the only thing that does me is like, yeah, the density of, of of stuff that happens in Cuphead is obviously it. There's a it's dripping with with its look every everywhere, but you know, Cuphead is still a Cuphead's a, a relatively contained experience, and Persona is trying to keep it up over, you know. 100 plus hours of, of, of content and I just think that like Cuphead look Cuphead I think deserves it might be the best looking game of the year um, but I when it comes to style for me that's why I go with uh, Persona over, I mean, over it but, but does anybody else have I, I just want to I want to make sure everybody gets a chance to to ring in with, with, with stuff does anybody else have anything they want to like yeah, push for like yes I go understand ahead. that Persona and Cuphead I think personally are the clear winners, like having not played either, I could just tell that they deserve probably um, like the two spots at the top. But I wanted to say like Night in the Woods isn't something that like we should sleep on because I think how the the sound and the music go hand in hand whenever you're walking through the town or like the further you go on the mountain, the sound of the music gets lower and like the sound of your steps gets higher kind of thing and the way that they integrated that plus the mechanics like when you're playing May the way she jumps is very floaty and like you could feel like the friction between your thumb and the way she moves and I just think that there's a lot of elements in the game that um, examining them separately and the way they come together is like the my kind of perfect feel to a game so i just like wanted to throw that out there that i think nine in the woods has like a really good style yeah too. it does it does even mention because that that game does what it does like superbly well like it, it looks good and like you say the the design and sort of like the little touches like you said with the music like the volume slowly drifting off as as one you know sound effect becomes louder and stuff like that it creates like the air of tension that the game needs and stuff like that and it's, it's it does some very clever things so yeah i i agree that it it does it deserves a mention at least i really like the way night in the woods looks yeah, like night, night in the woods is like for me cuphead's a weird one because i look at cuphead and i'm like this is the best looking game of the year 
to me anyway, it is. Like, it is the runaway winner in that category. <laughs> but I look at style, and there's so many other games here that just have, like a, like, a strong sense of style, where Cuphead, to me, looks and feels really great. But, like, Persona just, like, you look at Persona, and you're like, this is why this category was created. Yeah. And I also look at Night in the Woods, and I'm like, well, all right, like, Night in the Woods has this really cool 2D, you know, platforming art style. But then, like, you go to your computer, and then your computer pops up, and now all of a sudden you're playing, like, a roguelike in your computer. Yes, exactly. Um, you're doing the stargazing. You have the dream sequences. Um, the way that the characters talk to one another. Um, like Kelsey was talking about, like, the the way that your like the sound of your footsteps change as you go up the mountain, like – the like the knife fights and like the things like that where it's just like your hands the music like night in the woods like is a strong contender for me in this category um more so like it's just it's it's hard for me to look at cuphead and say like yes style unless cuphead just wants to run away with everything to, to do with like look and sound which i don't want that to be the case um so yeah like i would put night in the woods way high on this list i might even put it I might even go above Persona. Mm. Um, but that's because I played a ton of Night in the Woods, not a ton of Persona, even though I recognize all the great things Persona does. So yeah. where I land on this, uh, with Night in the Woods especially, I think Night in the Woods is really impressive because it's so easy to dismiss a lot of it. Like on the first glance, you think, oh, it's like a storybook kind of you know thing. But you, you, those characters become so endearing and relatable that uh, I think that's – Really, an impressive feat. I think part of that is its style uh, that you can kind of uh, use a lot of those experiences and you can make a connection to it uh, despite of like first glance and like initial uh, impressions of it. Persona 5, however, I think is clearly the winner. Uh, I You look at Persona 5 and it's one of those quick cases of like, I don't understand how they designed this before, like maybe like composing the music, and because it seems like it just goes so hand in hand, and it's it's, I, I feel like as far as balance and uh, like a clear encapsulation, you know, just it, it captures all of that uh, in Persona Five. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. Here's my question um, for us in this whole process. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to suggest a radical thing here, and we can all say no if we want to. Do we just want to, instead of voting, go through these categories and pick the winners? Yes. Okay. All right. Because that way, I think it's. Uh, I think. I think. What I'm sensing so far is that we've got a good rapport going here, and I think we can we can do that without killing each other. <laughs> um, so we don't for have to now. lead it. We don't. For now. For now. For now. Um, I'm thousands of miles away, so I'm good. He was yeah. like, "You don't understand. I've already. I've already. I'm already plotting your death." Um, <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, I think Persona Five wins this category. It but, is my vote. Um, I don't want to leave a straight up and down vote, but I but to me, Persona Five is the winner here. It's really good. I but like I, like Kelsey just brought up night like you know I play in thinking of Night in the Woods like just the way that it does a, like a little bit of everything. It has like. It has a little bit of rock band. It has like this like weird thing where you're just seeing two arms poking at each other with knives on a screen yeah. like those dream sequences the, the mini game the, where you the, have to like steal the thing from hot topic yes like i mean it's just like <laughs> for as much as persona like drip style in the same way i feel like so does night in the woods i agree with where you. persona's is like we've seen 
bits of this before mm -hmm. because it's the fifth persona game yeah, yeah i don't think i've ever seen an art style like night in the woods go for it in that specific way no i mean I, and i think that look i mean i think that i'm not disagreeing with you and i think that night in the woods is amazing and i love it and i'm gonna be fighting for it for a lot of things in, in, the, in these in these categories but like Night in the Woods looks cool. It has great content to it and mini games and, and interesting ways of bringing its world to life. But I just don't think that it has the style that, you know, honestly for me, like Night in the Woods is one of my favorite games of the year. But for me in this category, Night in the Woods probably is near the bottom of where I would rank it as really? far as like style goes. I think it's still, I think it's very stylish and I, I, I like it a lot. But, you know, I think that like, and maybe it's just the way I think of style differently than other people or like what I what I value as stylish. But like for me, Persona 5 and like even Splatoon are like m more stylish to me than than Night in the Woods. Um, I, I, and I'd agree with you on Cuphead, though. I think the Cuphead, it looks amazing. And, and I think it's very strong in that. And the music is great. And obviously it comes together in a really cohesive way. But... It just, it feels to me like if I was like picking, you know, I don't know, like the best looking game to be in style. You know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah, like when you look at Cuphead, you're looking at like, oh my God, look at this. Yeah. Whereas with like, say like Persona, if you took a screen, like screenshot of Persona, it might not be the most dramatic thing you've ever seen. Like you kind of got to see it going. Other know? than like, the menus. <laughs> other than the menus. The menus are out of control. But like, you know, that, that's like, that's part of like what I look, look for in style. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Style is something that you can't necessarily see in a screenshot. It's something right. that you have to feel. All right. Well, I, yeah, mean, but I would say from like, you know, like the moment you load up Cuphead and you've got that song where it's singing about like Cuphead and his, Cuphead and his pal mug man, you know, like to play the dice. And Oh like, yeah, it's great <laughs> uh, you know i i think like saying that it only looks good is doing it a bit of a disservice like i i will gladly like if if persona wins this category like i i will be happy with that because as i said like those two games are neck and neck um <clears throat> i don't but, think hugh i don't think we're discounting the rest of cuphead yeah. i just think we're kind of saying all of it, all its individual parts are so amazing by themselves mm -hmm. that it almost feels like, I don't know, a disservice to award it in this category. I, I would in, say, in a, in a way. Way. I, I so, suppose I will I will concede that, I guess, if you want to say the quantity of stylish things that Persona does in terms of, you know, um, the look, the music, the menus, and so on and so forth, in that respect, then yes, it has more facets that do come together mm -hmm. than cuphead so yeah i i i'll i will concede on that on that measure so, and there's okay. just a little bit of like the it's so cool you know like that's part of it for me with persona <laughs> like like persona it just it just it just is very cool and that and that's why i think it takes it above in my head because it's just like splatoon as well it's got it i don't know it feels different and and and, and more effortless to me than and then a lot of other things. So just, I want to make sure that the, the definition of style is, is uh, I believe, first of all, it's a kind of a, you know, it's a, it's a little bit of a loose definition because there's, yeah. there's the debate of, okay, is style something unique that nothing has ever really done it before and it pulls it off? Or is it the, 
you know, is it the quintessential peak of what it's trying to pull off? And finally, all those elements came together. Because if that's the case, then I think Persona 5. But if it's something like I've never really seen before in a video game that's that's doing it, its own it thing. It doesn't have to be. Yeah, it doesn't have yeah. to be like no one's ever sure. attempted this. I think it's more the second one, Matt. I, it's I, like I a think cohesive like, thing. If it's yeah, not the yeah. second I mean, one, I'm leaning towards Persona 5. If it's something yeah. like, like, like I've never seen that before and this looks really good and I'm really impressed by it, it's not in the woods. Right. Gotcha. I, I think Persona wins this okay. just from the strength of everyone's arguments. All right. Are we um, all good? Persona yeah. winning? Persona oh. winning? We're all good? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. fine with that. Like I said. I'm right. fine with many of these games winning on. They're all incredibly good looking games. Yeah. You, you <laughs> could. Stylish games. You could toss many coins in this category and, you know, be happy with whatever. Like they're all incredibly cool games. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So Persona wins. Uh, Persona 5 wins best style Persona 5 so goddamn good it pulled that shit off on a PS3 I forgot it was on PS3 yeah that's true I forgot it was on a PS3 um alright okay cool Persona 5 wins alright moving on best music I can see Justin's little smiley face here next to best music on the Google Doc um <laughs> So here's our, uh, actually, Justin, you want to read our nominees for Best Music? Sure. Uh, Near Automata, Super Mario Odyssey, Night in the Woods, Persona 5, Destiny 2, Cuphead, Wolfenstein 2, The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, and Sonic Mania. These have all have very good music. So this is going to be a killer one, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin, mm-hmm. you read the category, so you decide who gets to make a cut first. Uh, Jesus. Kelsey. Kelsey makes that face every time she has to decide something. It's amazing. This is a thinking face. Leave her alone. I'm not saying it's a bad face. <laughs> it's also great radio. Well, if you were a Patreon, <laughs> you could be seeing this hey, face live. Bobby, I, I'm trying to decide. Jesus. <laughs> um, well, say, say, have, you're, take your uh, mental process and make it verbal. Okay? It's because, like, I, cause I get, like, confused because, like, I really like music in the background of games, so like Night in the Woods, but then I'll really like music that has like actual singing and it's like Persona 5, so I'm very, very confused. I think well, this I, category, even more than the last uh, one, is e- even more subjective because well, yeah, person's Because music is music the most subjective thing in yeah. the world. Yes. But, so. but let's, actually, let's do, the, let's do it this way, because I think this is going to be the easier way to do it. Instead of saying a game that, Kelsey, you want to cut out of here, what, what game on here do you really want to make this list? Um, well, I would say Night in the Woods again. Like, I know it had simple music, but I think it was extremely effective in, like, scenarios and feelings that they were trying to pull off and get you to feel um, at certain points in the game. And like I said, they were really good with where to place it, how loud and how low it should be. But at the same time, like, I know a game like Near Automata uses music heavily, and that's, like, the main aspect of like a specific scene. So that's why I, I'm having difficulty. I like think, I, I think look at it in terms of like, I think maybe even like for me anyway, my thought process is remove the fact that it's in a video game and regard the music unto itself. I mean, you got it's got to be a personal what you do yourself because, like, yeah. yeah, that's a way to do it. That's from but that's like, what I, how I'm approaching yeah. it anyway. Yeah, I'm but it also it, exists in a video in a game, video game made yeah. to made to complement that video game. So it's not 
doesn't have to, I mean, it can be a mix of the two, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like, I would listen to this outside of the game, right? It's like, I would, if it uh, almost all the of game, these I would listen to outside yeah, of the game. Yeah, right, right, I, I think separating those two is pointless because the, I think in a lot of these cases, especially with the games I'm familiar with, they work in both. You could listen yeah. to them outside and you can listen to them in yeah, the game. But, but I'll give I you an example. Thinking. Last year, Doom, I think Doom had amazing music. I would never listen to the Doom soundtrack <laughs> outside of a game. I listen to one track. I don't outside listen of the to like game. speed metal. So I would oh, not listen. so good though. It is very good, but it doesn't mean it's not as good for the game. So let's hear. Let's um, hear a little night in the woods. Let's hear a little night in the woods. How about that? <laughs> this is the this is the trailer. Like this is the trailer. Let's go to the title music, huh? It's very good. <laughs> Let's see. What about one of the band songs? Because that counts. Yeah, it definitely counts. Um, um, music is music. Yeah. Actually, we, oh, Die Anywhere Else? That's one of them, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you've never played um, Night in the Woods, there's a rock band element to this because you're in a band. And this is one of the songs that plays. And there's lyrics you to this that it's like you don't... That in Avalon is music. It you t- you okay, so in Night in the Woods, uh, there is a there's a rock band element to this game where you're in a band and you're doing band practice and there's four different songs that come up and then you start playing rock band and Die, where is Die Anywhere, Die Anywhere Else, Die Anywhere else yeah. is the name of the song. But like there's lyrics to it that you read, but it's got like a catchy beat to it. So Bobby, why don't you play it? Okay, yeah, here we go. hear like two notes of it then it cuts out oh that sucks yeah of course that happened <laughs> um, um but anyway I, I i could take a game off this list okay let's matt let's go ahead then like when i think of wolfenstein 2 i remember nothing of its music the only thing i remember is at the end of it it has a terrible cover of a terrible song and <laughs> that game can pretty much go the, the game's fine that game soundtrack can kind of go fuck itself a little bit. I, I'm totally fine with getting rid of Wolfenstein. Uh, I, oh, I, think yeah, it, I, I think it's the outlier on this. I, sure. I, as soon as it ended and it played a screamo version of We're Not Gonna Take It, I was a little bit like, <laughs> I get it. And honestly, you're the only game that can even kind of make this work. But seriously, it was... <laughs> I forgot about like, that. I think I might like, have like cut that out of my memory because it pissed me off <laughs> right, it's yeah, a shame like that, because yeah. there are other there are other tracks in wolfenstein like the title card and um sure. when you are in the courtroom sequence that are fantastic uh, okay yeah. but that endings that ending song like absolutely ruins everything we're about, gonna cut it about right. it yeah. We, if, yeah if we're gonna get through these categories in less than six days yeah i know we can't, we we can't spend 20 minutes talking about every song yeah. every every game that we cut <laughs> yeah wolfenstein actually, is done i actually we're passed not Come on. I actually passed that at the end of the song until that moment. Couldn't even remember any of the Wolfenstein soundtrack. So that like, speaks volumes. BJ says, he turns to Nazi lady and says, uh, if that's your best, your best won't do. And I was like, they're going to fucking play. We're not going to take it, aren't they? <laughs> 
And yes. And they did. Sure enough, they and sure they did. They did. Come and yeah. yeah. tell me which, the video. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. Like the balls on that game, you know? But yes. there's a whole we're category talk about for that. Later. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We okay. want to talk about Wolfenstein later. Okay, we want to talk about Wolfenstein in music right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's Here. get it. I, I will make another cut. Okay. But I need I want to try playing one piece. Like we can try. We could try and you guys let me know if you could hear it. Okay. So I think Destiny 2 soundtrack is like head and shoulders above the first game. Um mm-hmm. it's The Last City. The Last City. Okay. I was I couldn't remember the name that's Um it, it there are there are moments of that soundtrack that like completely are incredible. Um, when you go to the farm, um, th- some music during the raid, near the end of near the end of or at the end of the game after you return to the tower, which was a surprise, this song plays, and now the traveler is awakened and there's hope in the air. And this weird song from Destiny, like to me, just breathes hope. And so we're gonna play it and hopefully it comes through. You guys, let us know. Yeah. Is it by Paul McCartney? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you guys hear this? Yes. Eh, well, we could. Yeah, it's just cutting in and out. I don't know whether maybe it's like making it spike or something. Yeah, I wonder that's what maybe that's what it's doing. Yeah, Damn. I think it's a Discord thing. I think it's it's fine on the recording, but okay. I just think that uh, yeah, best word like making your mics twenty cut. seconds. Uh, back ten seconds. A be- it's a really beautiful piece. Yeah, I, I like that piece of music is like so damn evocative, and I actually. So I to, I, that, yeah, go ahead, you. That piece of music, I was like, I Destiny Two in the main, like I enjoyed it, but I found it a little bit underwhelming. But that's a different conversation for another time. Yes. Um, but Let's talk about the music. <laughs> that that piece of music, I was walking around whistling that for weeks, like just kind of like um like when i first started playing overwatch the sort of overture for overwatch that that piece of music from destiny like was properly stuck in my head for weeks so yeah that is a damn fine piece of music um all right destiny 2 is gonna get the axe boom i I can kill one of my darlings okay go ahead uh like i I absolutely love sonic mania i absolutely love sonic mania and please (laughs) if anyone wants to support it to make sure that it doesn't cut off the list. I just don't want to... I Look, if we're, we're cutting things down and I'm making a, <laughs> an act of good faith here uh, because I will beat the drum for Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild way longer than I will for Sonic Mania, but fuck me, Sonic Mania soundtrack is stellar. I agree. Uh, it is great. It, is there any way that we can make another attempt at playing music and play um, Studiopolis? Because I can try. It's Studiopolis is a very good soundtrack. Can right, you play it right? through your phone and hold it up to your mic? That'll yeah, sound terrible. Probably, yeah, but it'll work better. I mean, <laughs> it's better than what we've been hearing. It's we'll give it another shot. We'll give it another shot. Yeah. Okay. I think it's I think it's Discord. I think Dis- oh, I was making my mic back. I think Discord is just having trouble with the with the, with the volumes. I think that's what it is. Cause Matt, like you, when you get really loud, you cut out for me too. Oh, um, oh Sonic oh, Mania, Studiopolis. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Studiopolis is, is great music. So sh- especially the first like twenty seconds. So Justin and I will shut up while this while this plays. They cut out, and <laughs> if anything, it's even more heartbreaking. 
It's really good. It's really good. It's really good music. It's really good. Sorry, Sonic. But I can, I can, I can put it to bed. Okay. We're going to put it to bed. Let's talk about Zelda. Oh, man. (laughs) Okay, now I like The Legend of Zelda. I think Tarrytown's music is fantastic. I would visit Tarrytown just to hear that music play. But compared to some of the other games on this list, there's just not, there's just not enough of it. There's not the stuff that the the stuff that's there is really good. I could get behind you maybe with Odyssey. Yeah, but it's not most music. It's best music. I know. But when the other games have really, really good music and they dwarf the amount of music that Zelda has, like Zelda has fantastic music. There's just not enough of it compared on this list. (sighs) Okay. All right. First, let's talk about expectations when it comes to Zelda. We expect gigantic, big, bombast soundtracks. And this one said no. Organic and aesthetic. And it just nails it. Like, it, if you've ridden a horse at night in Zelda and heard the slow Hyrule theme play, like, one note at a time on whatever kind of rickety old piano they had in that studio, <laughs> oh, my God. It's... It's beautiful. Also, the Lost, Wood, the Lost Wood sounds really good. Oh my god, yes, doesn't it? Doesn't it? It does. Doesn't it a lot of Zelda really sound really, really good? It does sound really, really good. I, I, I like it all a lot. I just like the other things on this list more. Like, if you want to say it gets into the top five, we could talk, like, or what else is on this list? A lot of really good soundtracks. A lot of really good soundtracks. I think, personally, and I'm going get, to probably get shut down for this, but the one... For me, that doesn't stand out above the rest of these in near. What? You're, you are fucking crazy. You, <laughs> I said what I fucking said. Oh my god. <laughs> you were nuts. No, no. Near <laughs> is not crazy. They created, they created I, I, a language for near. Well, they created some weird language for some lady to sing. Well, that's, yes, but that's so? not the reason why. They I used, know. J.R. So invented languages. Hey, the music gonna... is amazing in Nier, just in general. Cigaros like... make albums full of made-up language. You give me that. We're not shit. talking about Cigaros. You want Cigaros <laughs> to win Best Music of the Year, Hugh? We could talk about it. Cool, let's do it. <laughs> made-up language. Give me that. I, I got no dog in this fight. Oh so my god! No comment. I, I don't, have, I'm not saying you it's have bad many music. dogs in this fight, Matt. It's, we're gonna figure out what's gonna be the top five here. It's great I... music, but for me, I don't like. I prefer the music in those other games. I would. I love the music in all of these games. Um, it's very hard for me to like pick what I would cut. Matt's giving me a real evil eye right now. As I know where you're going. <laughs> no, no, no! You don't know. No, no. Okay, I mean, okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. Uh, honestly, I th- I think there's three locks here, possibly four. Um, I think for me. Near Cuphead, Odyssey, and possibly Persona are locks for this list. I mean, I think Near Cuphead and Mario are locks for for the, in in general. Um, I think those three games are locked in. I think Cuphead, Mario, and Persona are three definites. Yes, 
I am. Sh- I don't think I've ever met a person that does not like. We'll get. We'll get the, there. the automatic we'll get there. soundtrack. We'll get there. Okay. I'm, I didn't I'm, say like, I didn't I'm like it. I'm blown away. I'm just blown away because most people, if they if they take any way anything away from that game, it's the music. <laughs> I, I, I we have we haven't had a classic game. Justin angry <laughs> moment in a long time. I'm not time. angry. I'm I'm in disbelief, <laughs> and the anger will come later. What he's doing is taking what I said. And then making up this false narrative around it, <laughs> where I said I fucking despise the Nier Automata. Hugh, there is a street, and you I know what you should do with me. streets. <laughs> in in say, regard to the rest of the soundtracks on this list, hang on, Nier I want to know Automata isn't above those. Okay, well, crazy opinions <laughs> aside, Kelsey, what say you about anything? Well, like. I don't know. I just feel like Nier does kind of deserves to be there in a way. Like it deserves to be there in not, every way. Yeah, like having not even played the game, even if I never listened to the soundtrack, like it was all people were talking about, and like it's a collective agreement, not just here, but in a lot of games journalism, where Nier Automata probably had like the best soundtrack of the year pretty much I mean the only other competitor I would say would be Persona 5 out of respected journalism so I mean I, 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 I think I'm picking things the on the basis of that though no like, we can't pick people's opinions, opinions people think, but no. there's nothing I understand in this room. but it's it's a general consensus like I think at a certain point there's some some games that like they deserve it. Like I listen. Uh, unfortunately, to it, so I know. if we went with general consensus, until dawn would have never won game of the year. <laughs> so uh, I didn't have that battle with me. Like I, I, well, let's, I, let's I wish on. we could take. We're it. not going to re. We're not going to re debate two thousand and fifteen. Um, so, okay. Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. Since this is talking games, game of the year. Where is the stuff that we all agree on? Well, it seems like we all agree on Cuphead and Mario at the very least, yes. oh, right? Whoa. whoa. You don't think Cuphead has good music, Matt? I think uh, I think we, we've talked about like the whole like okay, what stuff I'm going to listen to at a game, what stuff I'm going to listen out of the game, and like I, I mentioned that like a lot of this stuff I could do both. Look, I get it. Cuphead ragtime music and jazz is great, but it's not something I am a huge fan of. So we've got we've got two people with two crazy opinions about two different games on this. This call, uh, I, I, but look, 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 look! I can at I'm least say I'm just teasing say, you, Hugh. I'm just teasing you. It, it, it. I'm gonna really, shut this shit down in a minute. Not only does it fit perfectly in that game, but it, it's some of the best ragtime and jazz music I've listened to. I guess. But I think, I think the jazz uh, feeling of Cuphead is what adds to. The personality of the game as well mm-hmm. and i think a way that that music was kind of well integrated into the fun feel of the game like i feel like cuphead's soundtrack adds to the game and is not just like a pleasant extra like yeah, i think and it really absolutely and also absolutely. a lot of those songs have lyrics which tell the stories of the levels while you're playing them as well um and I think for an original soundtrack to be written so well to work with the overall aesthetic of um, what that game does, um, and for it to be not like anything else out there, 
because you could argue some games can easily riff off like destiny's 2 soundtrack was fantastic but it was like a better sounding destiny one if you get me it still sounded like destiny whereas cuphead it's like it stands out like it it it's unique. Like everything on this list stands and it's out. Also, and it's Neo also uh, to me sounds like a really good like having watched and like partaken in a lot of Japanese stuff down the years, to me it just sounds like a really good soundtrack from something that's Japanese. And I, I think that, that to me just like it's just another one of those. And again, I'm not ragging on it. It's, it's brilliant music. It's brilliant music. I want people to understand that, Justin and Bobby. Um <laughs> But I just like Mario Odyssey to me, like I was walking around and still do sometimes going Odyssey, yes, see. And, you know, there's moments in that game, but the the music, I was just like a couple of times actual tears of joy. Like it was that like it made me enjoy the game that bit much more. Um, no one's arguing that uh, I just want I'm just trying to figure out what we can agree on that it, that is that it, that we can so we know how many games we're actually talking about well let's wait what's the one game that we've not mentioned for a while is like night yeah. in the woods well, we haven't talked about persona 5 at all as far as the, the music goes here here's what I want to say um this is the list I'd be willing to, to deal with okay for our, our, our five before we pick a winner okay um I would I would be fine with the top five being Cuphead, Mario Odyssey, Nier Automata, Zelda, and Night in the Woods. I, I like I love Persona, I love it, but I would be fine with that list. Okay, I could do with that uh, for a top five. Yeah, I I would I could if I need like if I could make a concession, then I I would have no issues with that. Can we or can we agree that for that to be the top five at least? I haven't put enough time into Persona to catch all the music. The music is awesome. There is like seven thousand tracks, and they're not all amazing, right? So that's the only reason why I I I, I can sit here and go like, okay, like I can see, you know, just knocking it, and it can be the sixth best soundtrack of two thousand and seventeen. You know, um, I, I I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, it is, I, I, it's, yeah. Go ahead, Matt. I, you know, Persona 5 soundtrack can kind of fit in a lot of other games. That's, I guess, yeah. but not really. I mean, you you just said, in the other in the other discussion, Matt, you said, I can't believe that they didn't compose the music before yeah, they did I, no, the visuals because right. they tied you're so right. well together. It does, it does tie so well together. It's true. It's true. But if we're going exclusively on, and that was my argument mostly for style. Yeah. If we're going exclusively on music, uh, you know. It's gone. Okay. It's gone. Right. We're, we're okay. done. In Persona Five is gone. We have our, we have okay. the five we're going to decide our number one from: Cuphead, Odyssey, Near Automata, The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and Night in the Woods. I got um, Breath of the Wild in the top five, so that's all I cared about. All right, <laughs> here we go. I like Breath of the Wild a yeah. lot. I was always going to fight for it to be top five. I, I yeah, Tarrytown is really good Matt, music. Matt has some sort of like idea that like we're against him when it comes to Zelda, even <laughs> yeah. though like he's most so, of us like he's so for it that everybody else is against it. Came out. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, I love it. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna. Really, the, the two I'm deciding between for myself, and this is like everybody's getting beverages delivered to them. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> let me call, let me call Ange. Have her do a Starbucks run for That's us. my brother-in-law. <laughs> Kelsey got a, a nice like iced coffee smoothie. or something. No, it's a, a smoothie. smoothie. A smoothie. Okay. Um, 
We're only an hour in. I'm going. Between, we got a ways to go, guys. I'm Calm going down. between. I'm uh, hungry. Near Near Automata and Cuphead are my top two. Um, uh, Near Automata and Odyssey are my top. two. Really interesting. I love Odyssey's. Music. I love Odyssey too. Odyssey has a bunch of like really differing sounds. It does. Um, it does. Like um, Woody Kingdom, Bowser's Kingdom. Fuck. Yes. They're all really good. Bowser's I back up Odyssey is. too. I, I think it's like... You like Bowser's? You know, I said I was going to say I love Bowser's music. Okay. I was going to say I love it. Like, um, it's fantastic. Sorry, Kelsey, I missed what you said. Now I have to put my sound back on. I back up Mario Odyssey. Uh, okay, all right, okay. And you also um, inconvenienced Kelsey. Dang. Yeah, sorry, you had to hit unmute Kelsey on your microphone <laughs> while we're recording a podcast. <laughs> um, um, I... I, for me, again, is like so much of this this fucking year's stuff is like just like cigarette paper between the two. Um, I think for me, in terms of like, obviously from what I've said before, I adore the Cuphead soundtrack. But for me, in terms of just elevating the game and making something that was already incredibly joyful um, and raising it that bit further. That, uh, and like I said before, to the point of tears once or twice, I think Mario Odyssey, I think, is the number one for me. I'm totally fine with Mario Odyssey winning. I'm, total, I'm totally it, fine with that. It's I think the it's only video pick. game I've ever found a, the lyrics sheet is inside the case. <laughs> yes. Like... It's pretty fucking cool. Uh, I just want to say two things for, for for two of the games that I that I love that aren't going to win. I just want to speak of them for a second, just really quick on Cuphead. One of the most impressive things to me about the Cuphead soundtrack is that I don't mind hearing it seven thousand times when I'm having to play those boss battles over and over and over and over again, which is super impressive to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, uh, so I just want to say that about everything else that Hugh said about the Cuphead soundtrack absolutely stands. And I don't want to repeat what he said. I just want to say a couple things about Nier Automata because I have a lot of stuff to say about Nier Automata and we will talk about it when we get into different categories here. I have not conceded this category that Nier Automata is not winning. <laughs> um, but hmm. the music in, in, in Nier, I have a lot of problems with what Nier does. The, the music is not one of them. The music is amazing. And whether, whether it feels like something that could have been in another Japanese thing someday... It doesn't really matter to me because when I'm playing near, it is pushing me along so much. It is it is adding to the emotion. It is adding and drawing and and kind of filling out that world in a lot of ways. And and they have literally two versions of every single song in that game, which is so does Odyssey though. Right, okay, that's fine. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, I, and I agree with you. It's I'm the not amount saying, of music is fantastic. I didn't say it over Odyssey. I'm just saying. No, I'm like, just saying yeah. But but it's, it's Odyssey, wild that there's two games that do that. But with Odyssey. There are set times where you switch over to that music. Like in in Near, you can switch between that hacking mini game basically anywhere in that game at any moment and it has a square wave version of of every single song in that game. There's also different versions of the actual music not counting right, uh, yeah, the yeah, retro music. Yeah. Uh, like you come back to the same place at different times and because the mood has changed, mm -hmm. the music has slightly changed as well. Yeah. Like oh man, Automata's music is really good. Like, really, really good. Um, um, man. But I, I just... I, again, but saying that, I don't think that 
in this room right now, there is a support for near to win. I know. So I and think in the sake I think, of time, I will not throw. I will not throw one of my fits. <laughs> it's not even a fit. I, I just think well, it's like I think I the consensus wins. <laughs> one of the best parts of Mario Odyssey is when you unlock the ability to go to like your Mushroom Kingdom MP3 player and play whatever fucking song you want. That's true. Yeah. You can do that. I love a good it's so in game. awesome. It's so good. You're not going to hear me say a bad word about the Mario Odyssey soundtrack. No, I know. I'm I, not going to say I, a bad I, word about it. I'm not defending it at this point. I'm just singing its praises. <laughs> That's um, one thing Nintendo games do a lot, though, because they've got that a similar thing in Splatoon as well. I don't know about yeah. ARMS, mm. but you can definitely do it in Splatoon as well. Um, I, I'm totally fine with Mario Odyssey God. winning this category. Okay. It was your other one. I, kn- I know, but like... <laughs> I'm so angry about it. I'm not angry. It's just Automata's music is maybe... It's my fa- Out of the last couple of years like my favorite soundtrack it's amazing um so but super mario odyssey votes, so. is gonna win our best music i don't care about the votes okay i just know that there's not the the support for it um best music is super mario odyssey um all right best right, character okay. okay this this is going to be it's gonna, be, gonna be tough yeah. um so uh hugh do you want to read down this giant list of names that we have yes we have nines near to be near, May, A Night in the Woods, Aloy, Horizon Zero Dawn, Chloe Price, Life is Strange Before the Storm, Greg, Night in the Woods, BJ Blaskovitz, Wolfenstein 2, Pascal, Nia, Bayek and Aya from Assassin's Creed Origins, Amanda from De- Dream Daddy, and Cass from Legend of Zelda breath of the wild so here's a here's a question that i wanted to ask before we started this and yes. forgot to normally this is best new character yeah we're doing best character we're gonna do best character so even yeah. though okay because I, I still think that like there are like someone like bj blaskowitz we deserve to be talked about in this like and he was not he was a new character for the first time 30 years ago yeah but who he is now compared to what he was then is like it's like he's a new character it, now he has this a game character. actually yeah yeah this game actually made him a character yeah yeah, yeah. exactly right yeah. <laughs> so there there's a big difference there for me right, i mean so most of these are new what if we do this what if we take the 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 characters from the games that have multiple nominees agreed and we talk about those first yeah i, I think that's i think that's fine um so okay. Let me try to move. I'm going to move Pascal up so we can actually see like them next to each other. <laughs> I think some of them got a little bit. Uh... So, uh, yeah, yeah, here we go. I got, we got a few from near and a couple from <laughs> night in the woods. Um, and there are more from night in the woods that we could even nominate. I, I, I just picked these two cause I like them so much, but, um, you didn't spend a lot of enough time with, uh, what's her name? Was it bay? No, B is awesome. Yeah. No, I love B. I just didn't, I just, like I put Greg over B just because that's what I would put. I did, okay. you know. Um, it's not because I think that initially he's so. Much I didn't better. know which way you went. I, w- I think I spent all the time with both of them. Like I ended up, but I think I spent more time with B actually. Okay. Because I went to her house for dinner and oh, yeah, out about did. her her, her okay. mom leaving or whatever. It was very. All right. So we're, I, we're, said, I said all the wrong things. We're talking about uh, we're talking about Night in the Woods. Night so in we the may Woods. Well go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let me just say something about May, which which I feel like May is. It's very easy to look at May and say she's complaining, she's annoying, she makes the wrong decisions. But I think the game's bravery, bravery is the wrong word, but the game creating a character who is as flawed as most people are at that time in their lives is something that I think really works for what Night in the Woods is trying to do. 
because Night in the Woods is essentially about about the point in your life, no matter when it is, whether it's the life of a person or the life of this town or life of whatever, where you have a, a choice to make between kind of like what direction you're going to go in your life. And May has been going, making the wrong choices for a while, both because of just her bad judgment, but also because of, you know, the, the real mental illness that she's, she's dealing with. But this game is about her facing down the stuff that she'd been avoiding for so long and coming out the other side um, with the chance to be a better person. And, and it, they don't do the simple thing of being like, now May is just great. Like now May is like, she got everything figured out and everything's going to be fine from now on. At the end, she's like, I kind of understand now how I can start the process of making my life the way I want my life to be. And I thought that was a really impressive thing yeah. for, I, for the game to do. I... I think, like, for me, May is one of the shoe-ins for, like, the top five in this. I, I just think in terms of, as you say, writing a character that, like, hits home and um, is so natural. Because it's not, like, it's not done in an over-the-top way either. It's it It feels like you could know somebody or you could be May, like... Um, and as you said, Bobby, a, a big part of her character is sort of hitting that point in your life where you sort of, um, like what I took away from that game is it's about deciding when in your life that you're gonna like mature and and grow up. And, um, it kind of like it resonated a lot with me. And I think with her character sort of, um, being so like socially inept and like suffering with the anxieties um of sort of i guess post adolescence you could say um because apparently the definition of adolescence has been removed so now you're adolescence until you're 23 um so I just think in terms of... Yeah, Kelsey feels good because she doesn't feel so old now. Um, <laughs> you're 25, Sunshine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Wait until you're in, mid, in your mid-30s and your body aches. That's, that's when that's when shit gets real. Um, but I just think, like, in terms of... Like, she resonated with me because I connected with a lot of the way she is. Um, yeah. I wouldn't say that, like, she's... I've done... You know, I can look at everything that happens to her and with her in the game and say yeah that that was me but i think it's the writing of that character and her journey is just so immaculately done i, I think it, it was a really really clever piece of writing with that that character yeah. alone in that game absolutely um uh, so that's that's my wait, picture oh wait. go ahead go, go ahead kelsey i was gonna say we're also complimenting me a lot but i think what make me appreciate her is how annoying and like mean she could be oh yeah like, she's a twat there's yeah there's moments <laughs> where she doesn't care what anyone thinks and she just does it hmm. and it's a part of her charm and kind of what makes you identify her because like we're all annoying like not 
you guys personally, but I'm saying in general. Speak for yourself, Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm annoying. But you're right. You're but, like, everybody goes through a, yeah. a time in their life where they're like, fuck you, man. I know I know better than, than you. Yeah, And absolutely. then you yeah. can look like, I look back at times in my life now and I just think, geez, I must have been insufferable back then. Mm-hmm. Back then. Uh, can can I, I say one thing? Yeah, yeah, of course. Go ahead, Justin. Greg rules, okay? Greg does rule. And he does this this dance all the time <laughs> uh that excited. said I, I think greg is a really good character that um you know he does that like that crazy thing where he's like yeah greg rules okay but like at the, it, like and then like five minutes later he's like well you know like you know um i forget the, the his boyfriend angus. angus is like yeah like we're looking for an apartment and like mm-hmm. all of a sudden he becomes like like he doesn't realize it but he's being an adult mm-hmm. and may's like i don't understand what's happening yeah but he could still like slip into that. Hey, like we're gonna part. Let's go yeah. break lights in the back of this thing. But mm-hmm. also, he has this thing where it's like, you know, like oh, like this is life. Like we have to deal with this that yeah. she doesn't understand. All that being said, like I don't think that Greg is gonna hold up on this right, list yeah. with some of these other characters. I also think you I, quickly go ahead, go ahead, Kelsey. Sorry, I was just gonna say like I don't I don't think so either. Like I love Greg, but I think if we're gonna pick favorite character, I feel like so it someone who is really impactful. And I think May, like if we're comparing the two from Night in the Woods, like mm-hmm. I feel like May was just so much more impactful, mm-hmm. even though I, I gotcha. loved yeah. Greg. Yeah. yeah. I will say too, if, if you end up uh, going with, because at the end of the game, you get like a choice of like three things that you can do or whatever, or you, and you can go with Greg and break into that house, or you can go with B and do whatever, or you can go with Angus to the park. And if you go with Angus to the park, there's like a freaking amazing scene between him and may where he talks about his childhood and all this like crazy stuff yeah, that happened I, to I, him that, that game needs to be replayed we will talk about that game a lot more as well but yeah i agree so we're gonna keep may from night in the woods um uh, so uh near we have three characters on here from near i think only one of them makes it Pas- yeah yeah no I, I agree with you pascal to be and nine ass um i i think we're the with it to the finish, Nier. Did right? you, you played some of Nier, but he didn't. He, he kind of bounced off of it. it right? Yeah, unfortunately, I I just never clicked with it. Yeah, I mean, no, I understand totally. I just uh, want to make sure because I don't want to talk about these characters and then you know without giving you guys a chance if you guys had played. So I would say nine S for me. Um, the 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 time I spent with that character, I think. I, I think I, I do think one of the big things in that game was it, it just annoyed me with how cheesecakey it was at times. <laughs> And the fact that there's a trophy for looking up the skirt of the main character, that really rubbed me up the wrong way. <laughs> there's some stuff in that game, for sure. Yeah, Again, and... we're, we're going we're gonna to get into a lot of that stuff as we kind of debate down the game. But um, the, the tough thing about Nier is that, like, unless you have completed it, the character's arcs change so wildly that it's tough to talk about them from any earlier point in the game because That's they're just... Fair. They're so wildly different. I mean, to me, and uh, Justin, you, you, this will be a Justin and Bobby conversation. Um, Pascal would be the one that Pascal I Pascal is the one. Because Pascal is such a fascinating um, arc to me. Yes. So j- just so you guys know, Pascal is this robot. So there's, quickly, the setup of the world of Nier. Nier has androids that work for humans. Who live on the moon. Who live on the moon. That are fighting robots who were created by aliens uh, to take over Earth. So the androids, which are the equivalency of the humans, are going down to the Earth to fight these robots. And the robots look 
like you could picture a child drawing a robot. Like a tin can with a round yeah. helmet head. Yeah. It looks um, like a bit like um, the Iron Giant. Yes, there's a little bit of Iron Giant to it, yes. So you end up going to this one village, um, and you meet this character named Pascal, who is this pacifist robot who separated um, so from the network. Is it a... Is it a it's a hive mind. It's, yeah, from the network, and... Um, in a way. Set up this peaceful colony where they're trying to avoid any any battle or any contact. To do that, though, uh, in this game, when you die, um, because it's very meta, you get a new body. But you're a machine. If you're connected to the network, your consciousness is downloaded just into a new body. Death means nothing. To separate from the network is a way for them to really explore what does it mean to be human, yeah. which is what these machines are trying to do. And the androids are confused because they should be fighting the machines. The machines are like... No, we want to live peacefully. We've separated ourselves from the network. So if we die, we die. Right. And like it is an exploration of what it means to be mortal and to and ultimately what it means to be human. Yeah. And there's this thing that happens where the network gets infected and the machines start going crazy and they start to they kind of they kind of descend on Pascal's village and start to burn it. And Pascal has to make this choice whether or not he's going to fight back or let things happen and the choice that pascal has to make and the things that they have to do in order to get to where they are is truly heartbreaking yes. and there's there's a point where um all the pascal wants to do is pick these children robots i'm gonna spoil the shit out of near right now just so everyone knows and they're, they're kind of backed up into this this warehouse and this bunker and pascal finally goes like okay that's it like i'm going to fight back goes out to fight you take down it's like a wrecking machine. Once, once decides you're going to fight, they go back into the warehouse where the, they were trying to protect these children robots, and all the children children robots have killed themselves because Pascal taught them what fear was, so that they would know to keep themselves safe. But knowing what fear was, they were so scared they killed themselves. So Pascal now knows that they are to blame for what happened. And asks you to either destroy them or wipe his memory. Yeah, like either he doesn't want to live with this knowledge. So either kill him or wipe him down to where he's not able to. He doesn't remember what, 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 what. what so, and if you choose nothing, he gets very angry. Yeah, but if you wipe his memory, you can go and see him again. And now he's selling the parts, the of, parts the of the dead children. children robots because he doesn't remember that's who they were. It's an extremely heartbreaking character, amazing character. I think that is the the, the one that deserves to be on the list. Yes. 2B and 9S both have really interesting arcs. I think 9S especially, once you're in the second playthrough, becomes much more interesting. Um, 2B's death is actually the saddest I've ever been at a character's death really? in I think, any game. Interesting. I didn't see it coming. Okay. Um, all right. So that's it for our, our near discussion. We're going to lock. We're going to take Pascal from our, our, our near choices. Um, so the left on this list, we have Alloy... Um, Aloy, sorry, Chloe Price, BJ Blazkowicz, um, Bayek and I, uh, Amanda, and Cass from Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Um, uh, who wants to nominate uh, a character to cut? Yeah, I can get... Uh, okay, go ahead. Okay, Kelsey, go ahead. No, go Kelsey. Go Kelsey. Okay, I was going to say uh, Amanda, just because I feel like um, <laughs> out of... What? I'm laughing Madeline, Look at Matt's face. <laughs> Look how sad he is. Keep going. Make him sadder. <laughs> Just because, like, I loved her, and I think the relationship between her and her father was touching. I just think out of 
all the characters here, there's some I would prefer more on the list. I yeah, I agree. Like that that game, like I think the best the best way to describe that game is sweet. Um, like I I thoroughly enjoyed, I didn't finish it, but I thoroughly enjoyed my time with that game. Like it's such a lovely game, and it it does it plays in such a he's cut himself he's he's gone he's crying <laughs> um i have my defense i and the relationship between her and her father is lovely but i just think that there's probably enough clout in the characters that are left to sort of overshadow her a bit but matt rebuttal my thing with Amanda is it's she is the motivator of that video game. And I think she is uh, a refresh a refreshing representation of a uh, of a teenager because she's very realistic as someone who is surrounded by these things uh, every day. Uh, it's I, I find Amanda to be, you know, it, it's so hard to capture teenagers because you either go down the, uh, you know, the, uh, oh, I think this is cool route when writing them, or you go down the, uh, oh, they're just, teenagers are just always sad and, you know, they're victims and all this stuff. And while I think it is important to, you know, you know, try to, uh, you know, make some stories with teenagers that, you know, do, does show that teenagers go through some pretty horrible shit, it is refreshing to see a teenager that's just a good kid that, uh, you know, that you just uh, want to support and help, and uh, she's endearing. Um, every time she says, Dad, and bites her tongue, it's like, this is the best fucking game of all time. Dad. Uh, like, I love it so much. The subtitle I, I get for it is brilliant. I well. get it, but I, I think uh, Amanda is a very strong character, um, especially in... in, in presenting what because it's it's one of those cases of like if that didn't work you know that game doesn't work and uh it's why i i will i will i will go to bat for amanda uh i i like kaz if we need to sacrifice something uh yeah i was gonna say let's let's cut the one that's not actually have a it's not actually a character well He's, (laughs) he's a good design i think he's cool because you know that game is all about uh uh you know Link trying to uh, remember his past Don't and figure it. out all the uh, all the you know stuff that's happened like a hundred years ago. And Kaz is like a uh, like a, he's a bit of a historian. And uh, I don't know. I, I I think I think he's a very uh, interesting character. Like whenever he shows up, you're always kind of like, okay, like what kind of weird accordion riddle do you have for me this time? Pair it with an accordion. <laughs> uh, but you know, it, character sure, not much. Okay, so we're cutting him. Um, gi- give me a reason why Bayek and Aya. Also, I don't. I don't really love that there's two characters put in one spot. They here. have to be. They, like, like that doesn't make sense they're to me. One, they're one. Like, no, they're two different characters. But when you play the game fully, it's really not. It's 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 the both of them together. But that means that one of them is not a great character. Then, if if you if you have to put them both together, to all right, get fine. Them. Then you want to do it. We'll just we'll just say it's Bayek. We'll just say it's Bayek. Okay, I'm just saying. Like I just like by, It's tough to say these are one character. You know, that'd be like saying 2B and 9S are one character because you can't do the game without both of them. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, of course, their stories are intrinsic to one another, but... Like, it's weird. Like, if you play it, it's like... it. it I understand what you're saying, Justin, like, having played that game, but I also do agree with Bobby that this is best 
character, not but like best relationship. So I think. Um, All right, so just Bayek then. Just fine, fine. You want to do just Bayek? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, the you are Bayek, you are a Magi, um, which means you are like you are a cop, and your son is killed by your hand. Uh, which I did not see coming. Um, and it was an accident and you didn't mean for it to happen, but you know, he swears revenge and blah, 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 blah. But the, the interesting part about uh, AC Origins and, and Bayek in general is the way that he just, his temperament towards everything after that happens is rage at times, but when he needs to be, he's something more. Like you would think seeing other children would make him solemn. But, like, there's a joy to him when he's around other children that you can sense that he really did care. Like, I mean, of course he cared about his son, but, like, there is a, like, this man loves children and, like, loves being around children and would have, was an excellent father. The part that, like, blows me away about it is, like, the further that story progresses, you feel like Bayak and Aya are going to come closer together. But at the end, they're on such different paths, uh, you know, it's almost that like where the ma- where the death of a child rips people apart. Like Bayek doesn't want that, mm. and Aya does, and like that's why I originally put them down together as like best characters. Like I I could have nominated them both, but they fit so well together. Um, you know, Bayek at the end realizes that he's completely lost everything, and he needs to like dedicate his life to this brotherhood that is forming. Hence the name Origins, but like. Just in the like the fifty hours I spent with Bayek, like he's one of my favorite protagonists I've ever played in um any open world game, but I would say I would go as far to say as like one of my favorite protagonists ever. Uh his gradual shift from the hopeful I miss my wife, I want to be with my wife, we're gonna get past this, to understanding like she's not coming back. Mm-hmm. And his just the way he cares about other people. Um, there's like a really tragic thing that happens to another kid in the game, which you don't see coming. You're like, they're not going to kill this kid. Oh, wow. They really killed the kid. Um, and the way that he helps hit that family deal with that, knowing the loss of his son, like, I don't know it, it was, it was moving in a way. Um, yeah, I wish his, I could, I, his, I wish I could have the both of them together. His like, story it, is like incredibly moving. Like there's like in terms of, like tragic heroes in video games i i think he's up there with like one of the standouts that i've ever come across so Um, is this list let me ask you is this list pascal may bayak aloy and bj I don't no. know. I don't think B. Like I, 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 to me, BJ was such like a weird inclusion on this list. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not willing to cut him. I'm just. I'm trying to. We we have to move these categories along faster. <laughs> um, we've done three I'm, categories I'm, and it's been an hour and a half, so we've got to like move a little bit. Uh, if anyone to wants to BJ. defend BJ, yeah, no, no I'm fine. No, I'm good with cutting BJ. I think, I think, did, I think yeah. he did a really good job creating right. him as as a good character. I don't think he belongs on this list, so he's getting and cut. He, <laughs> he might be the hero we need now. Yes, he might be. He's very good at killing Nazis. Um, (laughs) And I do like his um, relationship with... I can't remember her name, but his wife, his partner. His relationship with her is is cool. All right, so... uh, She was nominated for Best Character the last time we did characters. Anya? Anya. Anya. Uh, So Pascal, May, Bayek, Aloy, and Chloe... Who's our fifth? I think I think I think the top think four are, are pretty. Are, are pretty. We haven't sad. even talked about Aloy. 
We haven't talked about a few of them. Which we can. Halo is Halo is a shoe in for me. I that's why I haven't mentioned her. I think, like for me, Aloy is is the number one on this list. Really, that's nuts. But let's 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 keep going. No, um, let's figure out what the five is before we we, we 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 get this. We have to get rid of either Chloe Price or Amanda from Dream Daddy. I have no dog in this fight since Chloe I haven't stays. spent time with either of them. I love Amanda. No, Clo- no, Matt. Chloe stays. I like you two Amanda have a, too. You two have an argument about this. Yeah. I like Amanda too, but I think Chloe's. Did you play? Did you play it? It's the only 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 thing that no no I. I know. <laughs> Okay, did you play the first Life is Strange? No, no. But it's because the this game <clears throat> dives deeper into Chloe's character that like gives a greater emphasis on who she ha- she is as a person. Like she's been through so much and like wa- and watching her grow even over the course of this game. I'm not even considering before um the first Life Life is Strange. Like her personality adjusts and like she, she goes from being two she goes to being two different characters like it's insane she's i don't know me it could be that i relate to her a lot and that's why i'm like extremely devoted to her but i think there's there's parts of before the storm that of chloe that you didn't really get to see in the first game and like you see how compassionate and sweet she is and she's witty and she's charming, and yeah. she's awkward. Like I think so, she's a so good like ensemble. So what you're saying is we just keep both teenagers and get rid of Bayek. I get that. Okay. <laughs> no, Bayek is staying absolutely. Um, <sighs> Bayek is really good. Like, I don't like Assassin's Creed, but Bayek alone sold me on the game. Yeah, uh, I agree. His story uh, in that game is fantastic. I, I, I mean, I played both Life is Strange and and Dream Daddy. I think that Amanda's character is very good, and I think she is a very good representation of of a, of a modern teenager. And I think that she is the she is a heart of, of that game in, in many many ways. Um, and I think her relationship with her dad it feels very realistic, and the writing in in Dream Daddy is fantastic. But if I'm going to talk when I this is how I rank things in my head the journey that chloe goes on is much more of a journey than what sure. amanda goes on and, and that's that's the yes. only reason why for me and, and and i can i can concede uh okay but, but she oh god she's just such a good she's, kid she's wonderful it and dream daddy in, in general is a wonderful wonderfully written game with wonderful characters mm-hmm. correct um all right so we're gonna cut amanda all right oh oh sorry i'm sorry, sorry. um so we've got uh, Pascal from Nier, May from Night in the Woods, Bayek from AC Origins, Aloy, Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn, and Chloe Price from Life is Strange Before the Storm. The only character we really haven't talked about yet is Aloy in any sort of group. I know that, Hugh, you're very passionate about her. So why don't you tell us quickly why you think Aloy should win, and then we're going to figure out who wins this category. Again, I, I'm going to sound like a broker record, but again, for me, it was kind of like a toss-up between May and Aloy. But I just think that in terms of... Um, like a big AAA game doing finally doing something in terms of putting a female character in front of you that isn't underdressed, um, like overly sexualized in sort of how she looks and how she is, and just giving her tons of agency as well as giving her a 
really really good story arc um i think she is like a landmark character in video games like i think that um tell me about this let me ask you a question here let me ask you a question about her character because i really Mm -hmm. want to know because i didn't i did not i did not finish horizon um what about like the journey the character goes on not just like work from point a point b but like emotionally and all that kind of stuff what is what sets that apart for you well i mean the the whole game i you can spoil anything the so one issue, totally fine. the one issue for me with Horizon Zero Dawn, and I think it's probably what probably cost a lot of people um, playing the game to conclusion, is the fact that that game's story is back end heavy. Um, like it starts off interesting, and it's about this girl who is just trying to understand her place in the world. Like she's an outcast from society, she manages to work her way back into being like a part of a tribe. Um, and she obviously has some sort of greater importance to the world and, um, like, and she's, she's just such a, like, gutsy character. Like she comes up against like people who will tell her like, no, you can't do this. And she's just like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do the thing. I'm still going to fucking like, I, I will do this. Um, and you progress through the game and you start getting hints about like what what happened in the past and like what her importance is to um the world um and eventually you find out that um there was like a cataclysmic event and she is a clone of the lady who was working to um stop this event from happening um and like i said in terms of just giving her like a really good story arc and it it's it's a shame they they pushed it to the back the back of the game um and making her go from being a nobody to quite to arguably she could become like the single most important person on the planet um i think it was like a really really sort of well not not well paced but well done story in terms of like bringing her from being an ostracized sort of outcast people would quite literally spit on her to be in sort of quite possibly this well the savior of the world type thing okay um, cool i mean that's i mean i'm not going to blame the character for the the pacing of the story so no i mean I, that, that's, yeah. that's a good it's a good defense and a good uh play for Aloy. Um, uh, I will say, I, think, I will, sorry, Matt. Uh, I think it's also been mentioned that Ashley Birch's performance is probably one of the best uh, motion capture performances in video games. Yes. Yes. Ashley Birch is a fantastic voice actress. I wish that she still voiced Chloe Price in the Life mm. of Strange Before the Storm. Um, she has cool uh, hair. She has <laughs> very cool hair. Um, for me, uh, my winner in this category would be May, but from what Justin and Hugh said about Bayek, I could I could be okay with Bayek winning as well. That's uh, where I am on this. In all honesty, May Bayek Aloy, I I could give I could give a, a solid argument for any of those three characters. Um, where are so, you, Justin? Mine would be Pascal. 
Really? Yeah. I mean, I love Pascal. I'm just I, like it, it's like it, it, that. That story is just so unbelievably heart wrenching. It is. I agree with you. I, um, I totally agree with you. More, like more so than like any other thing I played this year. Like a, a goddamn game about robots has made me emotional on so many different <laughs> levels. Um, like by uh, Pascal's just that point where he's basically begging you to kill him mm-hmm. because he taught children fear and the children took that fear and killed themselves like it's just like jesus christ Mm -hmm. like you're not supposed to like i i I didn't know i could feel this way about a game um i love bayak um so like those would be my top two would be bayak and pascal i could also see an argument for may i didn't love spending time with may because it was frustrating to play as her for Mm -hmm. most of the game where you're like jesus like come on like with May, like they don't give you something. Sometimes they give you no good answer. Yeah, and that's I mean that's one of the things I love about it though is that there is no that's good answer. There's no good answer, and that's but like yeah. like at times it's like, yes, I understand what you're telling me, but this is also frustrating because <laughs> like she's a shitbag sometimes, <laughs> and like I like I enjoyed spending time with characters who weren't. Right. But I, I, I understand okay. the path of May. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really I can't like I only played Life is Strange. I didn't play Before the Storm, right. so I, I can't speak much to Chloe there. Mm-hmm. Um, and Aloy, I think Aloy's story is really good. Um, I, I, I don't think it's as amazing as some of the other people on this list. Mm-hmm. My two choices would be Bayek and Pascal. So take that as, as you will. Okay. Where, where, where is there, Matt, where are you? I, at this point, um, uh, I, I guess May. Um, okay. I, I'm, All right. Okay. Uh, I think Aloy, uh, once again, like I said, strong performance and i i think that that you know seeing as we don't really cover that in our categories i think this might be the closest where that might be a contributing factor and Mm -hmm. uh um so that's but that like i said you know i i i feel a little uncomfortable because yeah i got i got nothing for uh right that's fine no that's fine but may may and aloy is probably where i'm at now Um, Kelsey, where are you right now? I'm guessing May <laughs> or Chloe. Well, yeah, because out of the they're the two that I played, so I would mm-hmm. I would pick May over Chloe. But like hearing um, Bayek and Pascal's story, like I almost cried, and so I like I know <laughs> that I would have cried <laughs> had I played them. So I mean, May I guess because that's my only basis. But like mm-hmm. Pascal's story, time, like I know I would have cried. You know what I mean? So, like, had I played it and had I cried, I would have voted for that. Because mm-hmm. I, I know myself. I gotcha. No, and that's yeah. that's, that's that's very fair. I, I totally understand that. Yeah, I mean, like, for me, it's probably May or Pascal, honestly. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm okay with Bayak winning, even though I don't have a ton of knowledge about him. Just because of... And I think that we can probably get there a little easier as far as a group goes with Bayak. Um but I do agree with you. I think Pascal's story is the most effective and the most impressive of, of, of any of these. Um, I mean, would there be, would there be a huge fight to Pascal winning or is that, is that a lost cause? I not really know because I, I know his, like I've read into what happens in the air and like, I think in terms of like impactful storytelling, his story is like, would be like if I if I had played physically played that I as probably much the same as Kelsey it would have like that would have 
broken me. Um, so yeah, I again, I, any five of these characters could easily take the take the win here. So I I honestly would not. I, I wouldn't put up an argument whoever wins, but Pascal's story does sound like it was an incredibly effective piece of writing. Okay. So I'm going to crown Pascal the winner here from Near Automata. Is it too late to add Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> yes. It is okay. too late, yeah. Princess Shut Zelda. Uh, <laughs> um, Dr. Eggman. Ah. Uh. Uh, best moment or sequence. Why don't you read out the nominees, Justin? Okie doke. So, walking into the amusement park section in Near Automata, auditioning on Venus, Wolfenstein 2. The, fo- the first post-game world from Super Mario Odyssey. The opening half-hour, Prey. The Phantom Boss, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Losing your head, Wolfenstein 2. Start of Route C, Near Automata. Coming back to the tower in Destiny 2. The King Dice boss fight from Cuphead. The New Donk City final scene from Super Mario Odyssey. That conversation from Emily is away too. Walking out of the tomb from The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Did you hear something from Player Unknown's Battlegrounds? Finding out about your father from Uncharted the Lost Legacy. The cuttery sequence from What Remains of Edith Finch. The brag battle from Dream Daddy. The melee counter from Metroid Samus Returns. And what is it? I, I clicked off of it. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine Mean. from Sonic Mania. Yeah. Okay, so this That's is a That's a really good moment, by the way. <laughs> it's fucking great. But, um, uh, this is a list. Uh, I am going to cut so, something right off the bat. Okay, um, which, 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 what are you going to cut? I'm going to cut Coming Back to the Tower from Destiny 2. Okay, I'm okay with that. Um, it's a good moment. It's a very good moment. Did not moment. see coming. Yeah, very that good That song moment. The Last City plays, yeah. it's fantastic. It's a good moment. It's a very good moment. Uh, um, as a Zelda guy, I can get rid of walking out of the tomb... Uh, unless there's some very it was tough for, it was tough to pick a moment from Zelda I, I put that on there yeah because that's the moment yes. you first like walk out and you see the world in front of you sure it's yes. tough because Zelda is such a game built of like small emergent moments, moments you know it's yeah. like oh I did this or uh, you know mm-hmm. when I was trying to climb up this wall and it started raining and I fell and I landed on top of a lionel and they chased mm-hmm. me and I ended up like picking up a barrel and slamming it in the head and you know or whatever like that kind of stuff so yeah. i agree with you though i just i, I wanted to, to i wanted it to be on there in some way but yeah we can, we can i disagree cut walking out of the tomb what are we talking about <laughs> <laughs> talking about uh, cutting the walking out of the tomb for the first time in legend of zelda from oh, okay yeah uh yeah we can cut that i would say just quickly um wh- for you justin your near moment was it the beginning of route c or is it the amusement park that's like the standout for you the beginning of Route C. Okay, so we'll cut this uh, music park. The music park part is awesome because it's the first moment where you're like, "There's a lot of robots here, and they're not attacking me. What the hell is going fireworks on?" Fireworks going off. Yeah, and, like, yeah. It's a really cool plays. moment. It's a really cool moment. Uh, but I'm gonna cut that. Uh, oh, it got cut already. Okay. Yeah, I, I got it. All right. Um, does anybody anything else they they think they can get, get cut off this list? Uh, Whether yeah, it's one of your darlings. If, if, if or we no. want to like keep it to, which I know it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, one moment per game, uh, but uh, I'm looking at Mario Odyssey and the first post game world, which if we're spoiling, it's the Mushroom Kingdom, right? Yes, yeah. from Mario okay. Six, and there's the Mario sixty four sequence and everything in it, yeah. yeah. Which is fucking great. Yeah. But, but no, but it doesn't match up to the other one. No, it doesn't it match doesn't up to the other one at yeah. all. <laughs> and plus, you could spoil yourself on it like I did. Yeah. I went there. I went to the Mushroom Kingdom mm. before the end of the game. 
so that was a, that it's, it's shine was taken yeah, away. We're, we're, we'll cut that out. Um, I I think I we can cut the melee. Sorry, you go ahead. No, yeah, go ahead. that's what I was gonna say. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's very cool. satisfying. It's, it's very satisfying. Good, yeah. I love yeah. I love that being able to do that in a Metroid game. It was right. super cool. But, it's very yeah. cool. I don't um, know if it's definitely a moment. I put that one yeah. on there just because yeah. it's it, it it's feels, a very good mechanic. Like it's yeah, like, I, I very rarely do you press a button and you just feel fucking amazing. Is, yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. And when you get like the upgraded blaster or whatever, a cannon, mm-hmm. like you, you do it once and you like just shred them immediately with <laughs> yeah, one shot. So it good. feels so good. very good. Um agreed. The Phantom Boss for Mario Rabbids is fantastic. Probably one of the best boss battles. Uh, of the year is by far. Is that the far. one with like, the singer? The it's singing? the singer and yeah. he's dissing on Mario the whole time That's he's singing. That's very cool. Yeah. It's yeah. very good. I, I think that that is a possible like for the I don't want to kill. I don't want to get rid of that one yet. Okay. We don't um, get rid of it Okay. Then I, 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 I'm looking at some Wolf of the ones that I added seeing what I could take off. Yeah. Um, I haven't played Prey so I can't really stump for that. So not the I'm opening, it should be cut. I just say It's I a play. really good opening half the hour. The opening half but, hour of yeah. Prey is a mind trip. Mm-hmm. Um, basically you f- like you start Prey and you wake up in bed and you like go around your apartment and you can pick stuff up and then you get picked up and you fly in a helicopter while this amazing song plays to this building where your brother is waiting for you. You're going to be going into space to the space station. And it's this like long drawn out sequence. And then you're in this place with your brother and these aliens attack. And you wake up back in bed and you go out and you're like the hallway is slightly different and you have no idea what to do. And then randomly you will like just – over the course of whatever however long it takes you i tried to open up going outside because there's this like beautiful view of san francisco where you are and i accidentally threw this thing i was holding at the window and you find out the window shatters and you realize you've been in a simulation yeah it's like a computer screen it's a computer screen and you've been being watched the whole time that's cool and you don't know it's coming and it was like you step out and you're like this apartment that i've been living in for how long people have been watching me like none of what i've seen is real Mm mm-hmm and it makes you doubt everything that you see moving forward, which is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. Well, um, Justin, please report but, to the diary room. It went to sleep. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, but we can we can cut it. It's incredibly affecting. You could play the demo of it for free. Um, yeah. It's really cool. I really never played that game. It's just one of those ones that kind of got lost in the wash last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was so many stuff. So we're good with cutting it? Yeah, we can cut it. Okay, cool. Um, um, what are we exactly referring to just for clarity with the player unknowns battlegrounds moment it's the moment where you're like you but you you've been looting for a while and you and like you're all of a sudden you hear like did i hear footsteps you know like that that kind of thing i I thought it was maybe like one of the times i thought it was like referring to one of the times when meg's killed shot me no um no not one of those times um but uh that's it i mean either that or winning a chicken dinner which i think is the other huge thing um uh i I, you know i i'm okay losing it from a list here it was something about your outlook or something for me i I wanted to make sure the battery was running as a PUBG moment i think winning the chicken dinner is like surpasses that yeah i mean i can change that to winning a chicken dinner uh but even still I don't know if I would put it as best moment sequence. I, no, no, no. Really saying, can we just cut it? Can we just cut it? Shut no. up, Kelsey. I'm fed up of PUBG. Well, too bad. Yeah, when, it win, when it wins game of the year, you're gonna you're gonna be really upset. Uh, I'm not saying I'm not saying that a PUBG moment should be top five. I'm just saying if a PUBG moment is on this list, it should be. It's that. It should like, be winning a chicken winning, dinner. Winning, winning that the first time you win a game of PUBG, like 
I literally got up out of my chair and it was about 1am and I got up the next morning and my mum was like, what the fuck were you doing last night? And I was just like... I yelled, I yelled quite loudly. Yeah, I, exactly. And I will say that like, there is maybe no achievement I've enjoyed more in a video game ever in my life than finally winning that chicken dinner. Like it, it is a supremely satisfying moment. It's like it, it's like beating a Souls game. You know that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Um, but I don't. Th- I I would say. But I'm willing to understand that. Like yes, it's a great moment, but it's it is a moment that is. Some it's people, not guaranteed to you. Yeah, some if people you play might never game, see it. You know, and, and your miles are going to vary. So as much as yeah. I believe, like for me, it's like my favorite moment of the year. I'm willing to cut it from this conversation because yeah, there are th- there are things there are structured sequences on here that I love so much that I want to make sure they get they get honored. So I'm willing I, to I cut hate, that. I hate doing this, but did we get rid of losing your head? No, we didn't. But we can talk about that. There's Where, two moments it, from Wolfenstein. I'm not, I'm not on seeing this list. it on the list. It's not on the list. It must have got cut by accident. Oh. Okay, because that that's a fucking crazy ass moment. I would it say, is, but is it more have... crazy than the Venus sequence? Come yeah, on. Exactly. Uh, they're say... both solid. That, that's why like it's it's They're both very solid. Bit... I agree yeah. with you. But, but I think in terms of that game going right, we're gonna fucking send you into space to go on Venus <laughs> because you're gonna be in a film and Adolf Hitler is gonna be auditioning you and he's gonna like be this gross disgusting old man as well as being you know a fucking crazy dude anyway yeah and right. the way that whole scene plays out is uh, just absolutely when insane when you're reading the lines on your hand yeah, yeah it's <laughs> and it's fucking good <laughs> it's really good and not only are you auditioning for a movie you're auditioning for a movie to play yourself yeah, yeah. Disguised and, as a movie star, wearing Matt's BJ mustache. Is, wearing Matt's mustache, yeah. BJ yeah. is so so goddamn bad at acting. It's just like yeah, it's like a yeah. Death I, to I think, all German children. I think that 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 scene kind of like you could probably play that one scene in that game and say that like this moment encapsulates everything that Wolfenstein Two does That's a lock, so right? well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and Hitler shoots Ronald Reagan. It's true. He does. <laughs> that, that game is, it's crazy. We it's, could we could technically just copy Giant Bomb and make it an entire list of moments yes, of Wolfenstein. Because there maybe it the, was maybe it was Hitler that did actually try to shoot Robert Reagan. Ronald, Ronald Reagan, Reagan? his Robert his Reagan. Un, his little known brother Robert Reagan. Hashtag, yeah. hashtag not my president. <laughs> yeah. um, here's the thing. I think auditioning on Venus is a lock, and I think the New Donk City yeah, New Donk sequence is a lock for sure. Those two things are are, are a freaking lock. Um, I think we can all agree on those 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would stump quite heavily for the cuttery scene in Edith yes, Finch. I totally agree with you. I, I think agree. That, that scene in Edith Finch is amazing. I don't know that, if... Matt and Kelsey, did you guys either you play Edith Finch? I did not know. You didn't? Okay. okay. So there's a scene in Edith Finch where... The, 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 the idea of Edith Finch, right, is that you, you're going through this house that you grew up in and seeing like the tragic ends of your obviously cursed family and you're like playing through little vignettes of, of each one and there's one where you're playing as it's her brother it's her brother right uh yes it's her brother um who works at this this like fish cannery and basically all he does all day is just like chop fish heads all day he takes fish heads off a conveyor belt chops her heads off throws them down and something he can do with like one hand and you're you're doing it for a while but then you're hearing this story about how he uh 
um, how he daydreamed about this world that he was living in. And you start to see that world start to form on, on, on the other part of your screen. And at first you had simple, like very simple, like basic art and you're controlling him with the one stick and doing the other thing with the other stick. And then it gets more and more complicated and more and more complicated. And all of a sudden, like, you know, he's developed this whole world in his head where, you know, he's the, he's the, he's the hero of this world and they're going to knight him and make him like this all important person. Um, and it's all, it's all very fish themed. And as, as you're going through, like your the, the part of your life that like is real is fading kind of away. You can barely see it anymore. And the other part is like taking it over. And you, I think the thing you whole time you think like, Oh, you're going to, he's going to cut his hand off or something and something's going to happen horribly. But then what ends up happening is he ends up intentionally like, cause he gets so lost in his, this world and he's going to, he's going to get knighted and they're going to, he's going to lay down on this thing and it's going to, it's going to knight him. It ends up being in real world. He's laying down, you know, on this like chopping block and he's going to let himself get killed in the real world. So he can be in this fantasy world forever. Yeah. Um, it's and the whole thing a... is told like you... through letters Oof. from your psychiatrist, his psychiatrist. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's one of those a... moments that you can't do in, anything but a video game yeah it's so sorry hey, go ahead yeah uh, it's yeah. just like such a like as a i think one th one thing this year that we've seen is a few video games that do very good sort of um analyses of um mental illness and to a certain extent like psychosis mm -hmm. um and that moment in that game of like someone who's do who's suffering with a mental illness and who's doing something that's so unbelievably mundane, where all they're doing all day is just putting a fish underneath this thing, cutting its head off, sweeping it to one side, and it's just this din of the machinery, and they just like their mind just takes over from what their body is doing and stuff like that, and it's like. Um, I know people who have had, like, who have mental illnesses, who, who have struggled with, like, disassociating themselves from their reality in that way. And I think in terms of representing that, like, that facet of mental illness, it just does such a brilliant job. And like you say, you don't, you don't see it coming. And the way, the way it plays out with you, as you mentioned, sort of doing one thing with one stick and one thing with the other and the way the worlds gradually blend in together. Um, like, I was just, like, that game as a whole, I, I loved it. Um, but that moment in particular was just absolutely, like, it blew me away. It, it yeah. really did. Agreed, absolutely. So um, I'm, gonna, I'm going to talk about something and then we're going to cut it, all right? The the conversation in Emily is Away 2, I think... It's very good. It's very good. So anyway, mm -hmm. Emily is away games. They're basically all in aim windows, right? And so you're having aim conversations with people. The second one takes it to a more complicated place. Um, now you're kind of talking to two people. Um, uh, and there's one point in the game where you're, 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 there's basically in the game, you have to pick a response and then you just like clack on the keyboard and it types out whatever that response is, but you don't have to actually type it out. So, but it's like, you have to actually go through the act of typing. And most of the time you have all the time in the world to choose between what you're going to say to this person and that person. But then at one point in the game, there's a timer that starts happening. And like you have to switch between the chat windows and answer them as they go. And they're both talking about very like intense or serious things like relationship stuff or whatever. And if you fail to answer one of them on time 
or write a response that doesn't make any sense back to them because you're going so fast, like one of them will 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 you'll basically fail not fail out, but they'll be like, um, I'm sorry, are you too busy for me right now? And they'll begin to like you'll kind of lose that thread of that conversation. And in a lot of ways it will end almost end your relationship with that other person. Um, and it just felt so realistic to the time where I was like managing most of my social relationships via instant messenger, you know, and, and those like really intense, those intense nights you'd have on those services where everything felt so vital and so important. And, it just felt so real and it was amazing and it's so stressful. It's so stressful because once you realize there's a timer, you're like, oh my God. And you're like rolling back and forth, going back and forth. And I'm, I lost because – I lost because I just said something that made no sense to one of them. Like I just like hit a button and started clacking the keys and I was like, oh, damn it. And then they were like, what What does that mean? Why would you say that? It doesn't make any sense. And it was just – it was a great moment. Those games are really interesting and fun and I think speak to a very – real time and place, but I'm going to cut it because I think there's like amazing things on this list that deserve to be there. I don't think this is going to cut it, but I just want to say it was amazing, but yeah, we can cut it. I agree. Um, the start I played that of game Route... for Extra Life and I loved it. Yeah, it was it's great. Sorry, go ahead, uh, The start of Route C is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what, the third time you're going to sort of what you think is like replay near. Um, you realize like, oh, wow, my character is in battle armor and we are falling to the earth to fight these rampant machines. Like, mm-hmm. it is a holy crap, like, here we go moment, uh, but it's it doesn't have to be on this list. Okay. All right. All right. Um, uh, did anybody want to nominate something to cut here? <sighs> I mean, I still think Phantom Boss should go. Um, I put that on there and it doesn't, it doesn't, hit me the same way that some of these other ones do um, it's funny it's really funny it is it's... good but i yeah i i agree i think in terms of like moments that have clout and like have good writing behind them i think i don't think that one can really cut okay, the mustache. i cut it um let me talk for a second about the king dice boss fight um because I don't, I think I'm the only person to have actually seen it. Uh, so King Dice is the second in command uh, behind the devil, and he is the second to last boss. And this whole thing is about a casino, right? So most of the boss battles are all like one note. Like, yeah, they change form two, three times, but they're all one thing. So King Dice comes in, and you're sitting at a craps table, and you there will be a spinning dice, and you have to jump and hit the dice to move forward. Uh, you only have the amount of hearts that you currently have to get through the whole thing. And randomly, if you land on a board with a heart, you'll have to, you'll get a heart, but have to do a battle. And instead of three forms, he has ten. And if you're bad at rolling the dice, you'll have to do ten battles. And they're shorter, and they only have one form, but they all circle around this casino theme. So you might be fighting a cigar or drinks or chips or, you know, things like that. Um, And every now and then you will land on a free space where you don't have to have a battle. You get to the end of the board and you're like, I made it. That's it. And then you have to actually fight him. It is one of the few games this year that I've messaged Bobby past midnight and was said, I have to talk to you about this thing (laughs) that I just did. Like, I'm going to spoil it. Like, you have to hear about it. It's... In a game of, like, incredible boss fights and sequences and I can't believe I'm fighting this thing, this one blows them all away. 
Um, I don't know if it'll resonate with you guys, like if you haven't seen it, but it's really incredible. I have seen it. I've watched. Um, there's a speedrunner who goes by the name of I think just the Mexican runner, and I've watched him play it. And like, as someone who loves Cuphead, but um, I have to admit, I got to the point where I found it so hard, I got, I had to put it down. And like, I go back to it now and then and sort of progress here and there, but I'm not like eventually I, I will hit the end of it. But that in terms of taking the the old school boss fight formula, which is what what the game does anyway, it takes the old school boss fight formula and sort of just goes nuts with it. That just takes the baton and just runs out of sight and just keeps going like it's insane um so i i would quite happily have this that end up in the in the top five can i ask is anybody gonna fight really hard for either the uncharted moment or the dream daddy moment uh i i I will i will say my piece about the dream daddy moment i think it's a demonstration i put that on the list uh i think it's a demonstration of uh (laughs) just uh, how strong the writing is in that game it's also Mm -hmm. so unexpected it turns into a pokemon game Mm-hmm. And uh, the options are – it pulls up that menu from, like, you know, red and blue. And, you know, like some of the options whenever you attack, it's like, you know, oh, well, Amanda, you know, still uses film in her camera. And, uh, you know, the other dad uh, will rebuttal and say things like, oh, well, you know, my daughter sold the most candy bars this year. And mm-hmm. it's just – I think it's funny. I like when you go to like uh, the option where you would normally switch out your Pokemon. It just basically says, "Amanda's your only daughter." You know, it's, it's, <laughs> that's like the burly dad, right? That, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. That is a good one. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah so that is a good. Yeah. That is good. It's, it's, I, 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 it is a, it is one of my most memorable moments from Dream Daddy, and I, I think uh, uh, I, I will, I will, I will. If, if, if no one else feels strong about it, I get it. Uh, but I just wanted to make sure that it got its nod. Okay. I really like the sequence it. in The Lost Legacy where you find out that your father was at that tomb. Yeah. And has, like, been try- was, like, trying to actively keep you from it. Yeah. Um, I think that's, like, one of my favorite moments of the Uncharted series, if not my favorite moment. Okay. Uh, but, like, I, like I, I don't have to go super hard for it. Okay. Uh, are we okay? This is the, this is that this is our list then, and I think it's a pretty good one. Auditioning on Venus from Wolfenstein Two, New Donk City final scene from Super Mario Odyssey, the cannery from What Remains of Edith Finch, King Dos, King Dice boss fight from Cuphead, and Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine from Sonic Mania. I'm fine with I, that list. Yep, yeah. it's a good Concur. list. And um, we can we can sit here and spend thirty minutes talking about it, but the scene from Mario Odyssey wins. Agreed. Yes. New Donk yes. all the fucking way. That scene made. Made me cry. The scene from Mario Odyssey wins. Uh, you're, you're auditioning to Hitler on It's a great sequence, but that right. sequence of Mario Odyssey, both from a gameplay and music perspective, is so enriching and, like, joyful and... Yeah. To yeah. me, to me New Do- that scene in New Donk City is everything that I play video games for. Um, <laughs> right. Like, it's nostalgic... Um, okay, that only applies to a, a certain audience. Depend, you know, people uh, who played Mario. <laughs> like it's yeah, a pretty yeah, large I mean, audience. Specifically, like because it's like, you know, your your it goes back to like two D old school Mario, and I, well, yes. I know that that is an, yeah. a, a retro game that you know 
a lot of people, you know, even, you know, younger than us go back to and play. But I just think in terms of hitting the nostalgia, the, like, surprising you, um, like, well, just merging, like, the, like, how great the game looks now and putting that 8-bit look into it, the music the way the like you move around in that section of the game and how you you navigate your way around it i i just think the like that moment is everything i it, it's just pure fun agree that's the best i, way I don't think any it. of us are gonna are, we all agree it's gonna win right yeah my only slide against it is i wish they would have shown it before the game was released like oh, okay. i wish that it no. was a okay okay no let's guys guys we need yes, to focus, yes. okay? Yes, yes. <laughs> when Justin said, hey, guys, okay let's try it. to stay on task here. Everyone's like, okay, we'll stay on task for two minutes. And then we all just flew off the handle. All right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, it, it can win. Okay. These other moments are really, really good. Yes, they're all great moments. They're uh, all deserved. They all could win at, at any time. Um, but we're, we're all good, right? New Donk City Festival wins this one. That's okay. fine. Okay. Kelsey, not in agreement. <laughs> she, everyone at home, she nodded. All right. Uh, uh, Sleepy, bless her. Be, be, best story. Here we go. Uh, Night in the Woods, What Remains of Edith Finch, Near Automata, Horizon Zero Dawn, Hellblade, Senua's Sacrifice, Tacoma, Wolfenstein 2, Pyre, Life is Strange Before the Storm, AC Origins, Bury Me, My Love. And that's it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um... So I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go first. Um, I think. I, I think that um, Tacoma is a really cool follow-up to um, Gone Home, but I don't think that it achieves the same the same fidelity of story. I think it's a good story. I don't think it's one of the five best stories of the year. I agree. Fair. Um, all right, Tacoma gone. Pew, I, pick a game to cut. I was also going to say, like, as many as, as much as it has cool moments and some great characters, I think as a story, Wolfenstein 2 isn't as strong as a lot of the others. I don't others think so. I don't know, man. Like, story, that's what that game uh, does. Like, it's, it's that's a story. my pick for this category. Um, I think there's too much resistance to that. Pick something else. Okay. Here. Fair enough. Um, a couple of these I haven't played, so... Um, Pyre? Pyre is a tough one. Um, it's a really good story. It's probably the best story Supergiants told. Uh, it's just... It takes so much to get into it yeah. uh, that I'm okay with letting it go. Okay. Um, but if, if, if I could just have sat and made the choices... I would have enjoyed it much more than playing space basketball. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, it's writing and the choices that you make are really good. Okay. Cool. Um, they should have called it basketball. <laughs> uh, uh, Kelsey, now make something to cut. Make your face. Come on. Um, um, <laughs> I'm I'm okay with cutting. Life is strange. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm because with you, we know how it like we know where chloe go, goes towards the end of the story 
Yeah, I agree with you. So I think life is strange. Compared to the others, I don't yeah. mind cutting it. And I think Life is Strange Before the Storm, it, it, it falls in that category of like the indie movie that has really great characters, but not necessarily like, if you look at just the bare plot of what happens in Life is Strange Before the Storm, it's like not that interesting, you know, but like, yeah. it has good character development, interesting stuff, but I think that as the story goes, you can cut it. I got it. All right, got it. Cool. Um, who, uh, Matt, nominate somebody to cut. Uh, I, 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 I I don't have anything I want, I want to gut, but I want to ask about Assassin's Creed Origins. Someone sell me on it. Do, uh, do you think it's a best story contender? <sighs> nah, I mean, it... it uh, like, not that it doesn't have a good story, just as you re- it's, it's a real... It, for an Assassin's Creed game, it may as well take home an Oscar or whatever. <laughs> like, it, like yeah. it, it made me care about Assassin's Creed and, like, the ending of... Like, it, it's hard to explain because, like, the ending of that game, I was like, huh, Assassin's Creed means nothing to me. And I was like... That is really damn cool how they all tied this up together. Like it, it, it all comes together as a complete package, but like, it, it, it's hard to say like that it's going to be as good of a story as some of these other games. Okay, so we're even gonna, as okay. even as strongly as I feel about it, it's not gonna hold up. All right, um, you haven't nominated a cut yet, right, Justin? I haven't. Okay, go ahead. Hellblade, get the hell out of here. Yeah, Hellblade has a lot of good good things about it. Um, it's, I think the lead, lead character is very good. I think the messages in Hellblade are very good, but I don't think it tells a, a particularly engaging story. No, no it's story is a mess. Hellblade is a game that, um, has, like, it does what it does very well in that it presents itself in an interesting way. Yeah. But the story and the gameplay are Yeah, no, no, not the best. Um, so... Here we go. <laughs> because now we're now we're in we're in tough territory now. Um, um here's what I'm gonna say, and I'm just gonna flip this. I'm not saying I wanna cut this, but I'm gonna say what remains of Edith Finch has great vignettes and great characters, but I don't know if it really tells like a great story from beginning to end. No, you know, I, it's I agree. It, it's more I like agree. a bunch of little moments. Um, that are I, I like I love what, what remains of Finch, and when we get to the end of this, I'm going to talk about it in very very high esteem. But in this category, I feel like it's like you're just you're seeing little snippets of this 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 family, and they're really affecting. But I don't think it says like okay, here's an interesting story with a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, to it, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it doesn't so I'm okay really. You're it. sort of learning about, um, like you say, it doesn't it doesn't sort of take you anywhere. Yeah, you're just sort yeah. of yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so we can cut that. So I think we got five. That was incredible. that was very easy. All right, guys, well done. <laughs> very easy. Um, um team. Ke- the hard part. I do want Kelsey because because this is the only place that's really going to get a lot of its like props, right? But bury bury me, my love is an, a mobile game um, that tells the story of Syri- Syrian refugees, um, and much like Emily is away, it tells it all in like a single format, which is like a text message window. Um, I, you know, Kelsey, I don't know if you want to speak to it really quick because I, I think it deserves to be talked about at least a little bit. I mean, I think it deserves at least a nod for um, a best story because it's a real story. Mm-hmm. And I think it, it was very effective in like showcasing a life that um, very privileged people don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I think as someone with, like, let's say an iPhone um, who can afford to, like, play a game on their phone and distract themselves for a couple of minutes a day and um, realize that there's a, a lot worse things going on, 
that one, you would use your cell phone in a situation. And two, um, aspects of someone's life that by having this first person, first person, like you're the character kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, you get to see how heart-wrenching it is um, and heart-wrenching difficulties that families go through today that I think people don't realize or don't want to realize. Yeah. Um, you end up loving... I, I love my wife. Mm-hmm. I, so, like, you end up really liking her because you're meant to like her at first. Yeah. But then she does cute things and, like, you, you're you afraid for her and you want to help her as best you can, but you mm-hmm. can't because you guys are separated. And I think that that's something not a lot of people will go through and experience. So, story-wise, I think it's a super important story and very relevant for our times yeah. right now. Yeah, I've yeah. read a lot about that game and it does... I, 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 It's one of those games that like, I, I will get to at some point and it does, like, just from like everyone I know who's had anything to do with that game speaks, like, really, really, really highly of it. So, yeah, it does, I, I think just from hearing sort of peers talk about it, I think, you know, and you speak yeah. highly about Kelsey, so... I'm glad it's on this it's list, there. for sure. I'm happy that it's in our, in our top five. Um, I, it's not going to win, uh, but I'm glad I'm glad that it's here in our top five. Um, so our top five is Night in the Woods, Near Automata, Horizon Zero Dawn, Wolfenstein 2, and Bury Me, My Love. Um, let me just let me just speak about Night in the Woods really fast, because um, I think, for me... What we have, except for in Burying Bury, Bury My Love, which obviously is a very small and, tr- and real story, with Wolfenstein and Nier and Horizon, we have big narratives, bombastic narratives, things that, um, you know, go to places that um, that are operatic in, in, in a lot of ways, right? They're dealing with huge concepts in, in most of the time. Um, and Night in the Woods is creating and crafting a story about a small town about even though they're they they look like animals about realistic characters who are going through something very real which is the transition between childhood and adulthood um they they're you're you're getting the the story of a town which once was great which is now sort of faded in the background and very very apt to what we're going through in in our country right now how the people who used to have power try to keep that power in any way imaginable and the lengths that they'll go to to keep it. And I think that they they introduce some like supernatural elements to it, but the the core story is I think a, a small one but a but a very effective and interesting one. And so for me it is this it, when I think of best story it is the one that stands out to me. I can understand that everyone is going to go there with me on this i know there are some big and interesting stories on this list um but for me that is the one that that, that yeah. i would that i, I would pick as a winner night in the woods was from the off my my number one because like you say it's like I, I don't mean to downplay like you know it's not easy to put a good story in a video game um but to put a good story in a video game where you're aiming to do big things like if you're like say like Wolfenstein 2 that game is tailor made for just insanity and just big set piece moments that can just you know 
blow your mind type thing. Whereas, like, subtle writing and, like, quiet, I suppose, to a certain extent, um, video games, it's a lot more difficult to do because I guess it... Um, the story's more exposed, I suppose you could say. Yeah, um, absolutely. And I just think that in terms of... And again, it's a subjective thing because I think it's like how you connect with the characters in that game and what, what they're going through. Um, so I think if, if you're somebody who's never experienced what those characters are going through, it could kind of like bounce off you a little bit. Um, but I think for the, the subject matter and just the... Like even the aesthetic of it just works towards um, like something that really like hit home for me so yeah night in the woods was my pick uh justin i'm, I'm guessing you're a near in the near camp on this one I, I mean i would be um it's such a great story um but i could i could be talked in the night in the woods okay um my, my, my only knock against near is i feel like there's a lot of stuff you have to travel through in order to get that narrative you know what i mean like there are long gaps in that game where I don't think anything vital is happening, you know, so it, it, it takes more. And not that that means it's less worthy, right? Because media you have to engage with strongly and, and sort of challenges you in, in certain ways, I think is good, right? But for me, just when I think about core story, um, that's why Night in the Woods gets I think, because if, I think you're that's like pure, pure like building blocks of what Nier does. Like the, if I was a girl, you plot points of what Nier does, it's fucking crazy and amazing, right? Um, but just like the general consensus of it for me is is, is the issue. Um, I think that's where um, my like Horizon story falls short for me because it's like it's a fantastic story, but it's not paced very well. And I understand right. because of the type of game it is, it's difficult to pace a story in that. Because, but it's almost as if you get to sort of like the last five or six hours in that game, and that's when it finally starts sort of making you feel like you're really engaged in it and wanting to push on. Right. And that's after, I mean, like, I don't, possibly... I don't know if anybody has any, like, any, and no one's going for Horizon here, right? No. No. Yeah, so I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to push for games that we know aren't going to, aren't going to win right now. Kelsey, go, go ahead. ahead. No, because I was going to, I was going to bring up a point that would perhaps make Horizon, like, lower on the list. So if we agree... Well, we don't need it to be lower right it's now. It's not going to be number we one. We don't need to be lower. <laughs> yeah. I want to... There's a I lot, there's I, a lot I could say about near... But I'm saving that for our final discussion. Yeah, I get you. I'm gonna, uh, Matt. I know that you're. I, I think we're really talking. Well, I think Matt. I, is I, I can be... concede on Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein has a lot of great set pieces, but uh, I don't feel as passionate about Wolfenstein as what I've heard about Night in the Woods. So, okay, that I can. Yeah. And what do you want to say, Justin? You, you you okay with Night in the Woods? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I I'm going to battle hard for near at the end of this. I, I get you, um, but. Like it's, I understand what you're saying. Um, like with Nier, it's like it's a lot of the things that you have to do in the end of Nier that blow my mind. Mm -hmm. um, and so we'll we'll talk about those yeah. later. As a story, it's great. It has really great moments, like you said. Yeah. Um, but there are moments where it's just like you know, there's not a lot going on. Yeah. Whereas Night in the Woods, the game itself is the story. Right. Yeah. 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 Exactly. All right. So Night, in the, congratulations, Night in the Woods. You won best story. All right. Uh, our last category, I think, of the of the thing is best looking game. Cuphead. Move on. <laughs> our nominees are Cuphead, Uncharted: Lost Legacy, Horizon Zero Dawn, Destiny Two, 
Battlefront 2, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mario Odyssey, and Assassin's Creed Origins. Those are all some um, damn sexy video games. They really are. I and mean, I do want to say, just so people know, because if it's people's first game of the year, best-looking game, they're, they're, we don't want to separate them into technical and art, right? Because, like, I think that's... It, 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 it's pointless at this point in video games to, to do that. So this is both, like, oh, my God, like... Cuphead is not, is not pushing the polygons that Battlefront 2 is, but we're going to attempt to compare them and, and get a list of five with, 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 with those, with, with those uh, sort of statutes so on them. So here's a quick way we could pare down this list, according to me. Okay. So, and again, like it's not technical versus artistic, mm-hmm. but let's just say technical, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just look at the technical games on this list. You have Horizon, Uncharted, Destiny, Battlefront, and AC Origins. Yes. To me... None of them hold a candle to Horizon. Oh, I disagree. Horizon Uncharted is the Uncharted. I mean, is, fine, you want to say it? if, the there, if there's one, me. if there's one that does it, it's Uncharted. Yeah. Uh, but like Destiny, Battlefront, AC Origins are all spectacular looking. Having games. played Battlefront Two on Ultra and PC, uh, that that game looks phenomenal. Uh, I'm playing it. On, I, I'm playing it on a 4K TV, um, on a Pro. So I get that it looks fantastic. But when you see Horizon running on top specs, it looks out of this world. Can I can I just say, and this is doesn't disqualify it like Battlefront. My knocking against Battlefront is just like, yes, it makes Star, Star Wars, Wars stuff look really good, but they they no, have the Star Wars stuff already there. They like, know to, what it looks yeah, like. I was I was actually going to say <laughs> when we come down to pick a game to be cut, I was going I will say. I think Battlefront 2 should be removed because basically what they're doing is going, we have these not so much existing assets, that's a bad way of putting it, but um, this existing world where the aesthetic is already there and we just need to put it in, tweak it a little bit, and go. Um, so awesome. I think in terms of like a game where we can f- cut first, Battlefront 2 is one, yeah. but it looks incredible. It does. It looks but great. there are some, there there are some moments where it doesn't. Uh, like I think some of the character like uh, the Han Solo like, face. The Han Solo face is and, rough. And, and yeah. like like Luke look, they just look fucking weird. Oh and, yeah, yeah. And it's just I I don't know. Like in all honesty, I, I'm not even think, yeah. I wasn't even yeah. thinking about the story when I was thinking t- talking mm-hmm. about how good it looks. I was just talking about like just the like locations more than anything. But yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. The mm-hmm. The facial stuff it's is weird decisions. Weird. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Cut. In that same vein, can we get rid of Assassin's Creed? Yeah, for okay. sure. All right. I, yeah. Assassin's Creed is a wonderful looking game. It yeah. made me really interested in actually learning a little bit more about Egypt just from the way it looks. Like the city of Alexandria is like it was like oh if this is if this is what it really looked like that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it could go. So we have we've done the six games. Destiny can go. I think Destiny goes. You think Destiny Agreed. can go? I think Destiny goes. It's so funny. Like I am like the Mister not super excited about Destiny, but like I, De- I mean, love Destiny, the way Destiny looks. Destiny looks really good, but like I'm trying to think of it like there's two other really great technical looking games on this list. But the thing about Destiny, the, uh, one thing I'll say about Destiny too, and I can't believe I'm fucking fighting for Destiny two on something right now, <laughs> is that it merges the two better than almost any game. All right, which is it merges the. The technical prowess with the, the like, artistic. with the artistic. I could be all right. You're right. In yeah. a lot of ways, I, and I'm not saying maybe it necessarily makes the list in the end, but I just like. Hey, I love me some Destiny. I know. <laughs> I'm I'm, I'm I'm thinking I'm th- going to be the one fighting for Destiny, so I'm trying to let go of it easily. <laughs> I think. Um, 
<laughs> to be honest, if we're talking about games that sort of, you know, already have an aesthetic applied and then like I think in terms of just like going into the Spit it out, you it, spit it out. Um, Is it gonna be the lost legacy? <laughs> Uh, well, no, I was going to say I think Horizon because I just think the textures and the world in like and how well that game presents itself. I just think it looks marginally better than Zero- Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh, Uncharted, you think it looks better than Horizon? You're yes, saying? I think like the I, textures I in that game I, and the detail is just. But it's that, not that. just it's not just the textures. Can and I details. tell you what I would cut off this list? It's a giant robot I, dinosaur. I, I got a thing. I got a thing. Uh, go ahead. God forgive me, but does Mario Odyssey need to be on this list? That's what I'm thinking. Oh I don't god. think it belongs on this list. Oh my god! I mean, it I know, looks I know. great. Oh my god! But it looks like a really good Mario game, and there are like there are a couple of things that are just like oh, it does yeah. look like a polished like Mario Galaxy. I, I don't like the dragon thing. Why? Yeah. I just don't, it just look. It just like. It just looks fine. It looks like okay. This looks like a dragon, but like it does like they're, the like I don't know. Okay, but like, look at, see, all right, so fine. You take out if if you don't like the dragon, I do. I think it looks wild. <laughs> then look at some it's of like, the other kingdoms that there that that is there. Like dragon. like whether or not you like playing in the Lunching Kingdom, there ain't nothing no, else. The Lunching Kingdom looks awesome. You're not gonna hear me yeah. arguing against Lunching Kingdom looking awesome, but like I think like that like the Wood Kingdom, like the Forest Kingdom looks aight. Like it, it, but it adds a sense of realism to a Mario game that's not there. Right, but that's my, but that is my problem. That's where I think it falters. Oh, I think man. that, like, I think that when it's pushing the like the Luncheon Kingdom and the Bowser thing, where it's doing this really fun art, like that is like that Nintendo does so well, it looks amazing. But I think it falters when it's like we're gonna and look, I like, I love the concept of. Hey, here's a just a, like a Skyrim dragon in in a Mario game. Like that's cool, but like I just looks wise, I don't think it looks fantastic. And if I'm looking at the games that are on this list, see, I would cut Zelda way before. Oh, I would you're cut. crazy! Whoa, 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 crazy! The fuck I'm, is wrong who, with who you? Who brought this? Because guy back? Zelda is like has an anime looking open world. But if you well, were to take that, that anime but, filter, but just listen to me, if you were to take that filter and then replace it with Skyrim, would it would like there's nothing? No, but that's but Justin. That's the thing. If you took Cuphead and made them stick figures, the, the Cuphead wouldn't be best looking game. It's like you can't you can't take yeah, like, away the the look. It looks of the like game. Miyazaki made a fucking Zelda game. And yeah, it's, it's a very like, it's a very good looking game. But I can't believe we're actually talking about cutting Odyssey. Like it's blowing my mind. We're talking about cutting Odyssey. Look, <laughs> you know how I feel. <laughs> And it was Matt who brought it up too. <laughs> like I, I think Mario Odyssey looks amazing, but if we're gonna have, like, not that I'm saying we have to. Have, have you seen some of those costumes he wears? Listen to me. The game sure. I would cut. Why is Uncharted on this list? Because Uncharted looks amazing. Yeah, I don't think it looks anywhere. I, I don't think it looks good as good as Horizon. I, I, I disagree with you on that. I disagree with you. I, How many times have we seen Jungle in? In an Uncharted if game. If you're going to talk to me just about, no, no, no. The, uh, just about the... I know, but like we've seen it from Uncharted before. The there, terrain. It, it, is gr- it is great looking jungle. It is great looking stuff to climb on. The characters like, also look amazing. But if you're going to say like it looks like a Mario game, that looks like any other Uncharted game I've seen. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm just I'm just saying like... I, and I'm... I, I, I didn't even bring it up. And Matt brought it up. But don't, I was going to say... I don't think that people are going to go with me on this. But I was going to say I'd be willing to cut Mario. Um, uh, uh, whoa, I am, hmm, 
This is the guy who brought it up is now humming, humming, humming. Because it, right. he realizes, like, right. if we're going to talk right. about right. it, looks right. like any other Mario game, all the Uncharted games honestly, look the same. But honestly, my real knock against Mario is not that it looks like a Mario game. It's that I, 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 I misspoke when I said that. It's those moments. Look, I think Mario Odyssey looks fantastic. But we're talking about the best-looking games of the year. I feel like there are times in Mario where it goes off that track for me. That's uh, my problem. That's my problem. I, Look, I, 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 I know I brought up Mario, but I, I, uh, Uncharted. Uh, Kelsey, what do you got to say about this? No, I agree. If we're, if we're going to say that Mario looks like every other Mario game, then we can easily say that Uncharted does too. Yeah. All right, let's take, let's take that. Like, Bobby said he misspoke on that. So let's take that, let's take that, sure. that th- train of thought off the table. Okay. Um, okay. How do you feel about the games on this? Like, what would you cut in it right now? Like, is I'd Odyssey your choice to cut? You would cut Uncharted. No. I would cut Uncharted, too. I think I would cut Destiny, too, honestly. I'm going to be really weird here and really surprise myself. I can't see Destiny 2 not being on this list. Bobby's right. It, it, it does marry the fantastic to okay. the technical in mm-hmm. a way that no other game on this list and it's, does. You can't like, even, unless, maybe, maybe Horizon does with your giant robot stegosauruses guess, and stuff. Yeah, they look like uh, whatever. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna ding on Horizon. Horizon looks great, but I will just say that like Destiny Two, and also it looks very different from Destiny One, which is also I think, uh, you know, a big point for it. It, it doesn't recycle mm-hmm. areas. You know, it, it creates new areas and those that sky raid, boxes. That raid area is really like when you first land in that raid area, fun. it is stunning. Yeah. Um, I. So we're going to cut Cuphead, right? <laughs> I can't even do that. I'm joking. Um, I, if we're going to cut something, I think Horizon. I, and oh I know I, I, it hurt me to say that because that game looks damn cool and there is a lot of cool design in it. But I just think as an overall package, Uncharted from characters to the world to you know, from top to bottom just looks better. Here, here's my only problem. And Hugh, I do agree with you. I'm actually on the exact same page as you. The only problem is I, I feel like, like I think Uncharted Lost Legacy looks great, but my passion for the way that Uncharted Lost Legacy looks is not the same passion that Justin has for the way that Horizon looks. Like, I don't that like... That's a fair point. I don't dislike... I don't dislike Horizon the way it looks at all, but like I don't love Uncharted the same way, the way it looks, the same way that Justin seems to love the way Horizon all right, looks. Yeah. Okay. I really I like the way say, Horizon yeah, looks. We've, but we've... Also, on, ahead, also, Horizon integrates like it's there's a multitude of of things that they had to create and color and add and animate and like I just I just don't see Horizon not not being on the list either. Okay. Yeah. I. Th- I will say, yeah, I think people, um, Justin and Kelsey, I would say, feel more strongly about Horizon looking good than I do Uncharted. Yes. So I'm going to hold your hand, cut, you. Oh No, I'm just saying that was that was a good like qualify for no, me I agree in terms with you. of like, clearing up is my it? thought process. But what um, I'm saying to you is I'm going to hold your hand and we're going to jump off this cliff and we're going to oh. cut Uncharted together, okay? Buy and chat. Don't get me wrong. I'm happy for Horizon to be on the list. Like I fucking love that game. So, like, is anything on this list beating Cuphead? No. 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 Hence Not why this I said point, no. Cuphead and move on. Cup- nothing's yeah. beating Cuphead. Cuphead yeah. looks amazing. I just think in in terms of something that 
is unique and just like for what it is and how it works uh, i just think it's like it's an incredible achievement that video game when they showed that first yeah 30 seconds of cuphead not even t- 15 seconds of cuphead yeah. four years ago on that e3 montage everyone was like what the hell was that there's no way they can make the game actually look like that yeah and they did yeah it took and four it, years but they did to like, yes. just like the way the screen sort of like pops and crackles like an old mm. like movie um reel does and just little touches like that and just it's like i i think and again for for it when you put into consideration how small a team how few people actually made that game it's it's an amazing achievement i think yeah cuphead absolutely wonderful so that that's gonna wrap our our category section. Congratulations, Cuphead, for winning best looking game. Let me yeah. run da- run down the other winners. Uh, best story, Night in the Woods. Best moment or sequence, uh, the new doc, new Donk City Festival and Super Mario Odyssey. Best character, Pascal from Near. Uh, best music, Super Mario Odyssey. Did we pick best music, Super Mario yeah. Odyssey? Okay, yeah. shockingly, that yeah. felt like so long ago to me. It did. It felt like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. Uh, best style, uh, Persona Five. Uh, best style, Persona Five. That was that was the winner. Yeah, I guess playing music was like seven years ago, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> During the course of these conversations, we cut four categories that we weren't going to do because this is taking forever. It's taking a long time, but um, I think we got good ones here. Yes, we got some good ones. Um, so we're gonna take a little bit of a break, and then we're gonna just uh, come back and do game of the year. Uh, game of the year. So I just want to. This might be the outro for the, the part one of the podcast. So I'm gonna say. Uh, and I'm not going to have you all say, I'm going to thank all of you at one time. I'm not going to thank, have you the thank you. Thank you, Justin, Kelsey, Hugh, and Matt. And thank you to everyone who's listening. We'll see you next time for part two of Game of the Year. 